0: This is the audio podcast for Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, the weekly podcast for all of your comic convention needs. Co-hosted by Leonard Sultana and Alyssa Franks of the Friends of Comic-Con Forum. With only 11 days to go till the doors open on Day 1 of San Diego Comic-Con 2016, this is Season 3, Episode 47, and with the daily schedules being released by Comic-Con International, this epic double-length show is where we take a look at the highlights of the programming for the event. We're joined by Deborah Linzoff from the Friends of Comic-Con Forum and also Samantha Maybe, to run down the schedules as well as pick out our personal hidden gems. It's a massive show. We hope you enjoy. Talking Comic-Con is supported this season by Dark Bunny Tees, purveyors of quality movie and TV-themed merchandise. Head to darkbunnytees.com to find your next big favourite addition to your nerd wardrobe.
1: Welcome to Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Len Santana, and this is going to be a very packed and probably longer show than we usually do, because it is our penultimate show before San Diego Comic-Con 2016, and of course, this weekend, we have had the schedules drop for this year's convention. Uh, We've got three great guests who are joining us today. Uh, We've got Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CC Forum. Hello, Alyssa. How are you?
2: Well... Well, recovering uh, from our big interview on Thursday with David, I'm gonna plug that again because it's worth listening to. He went over a lot of the the basics and the the um, ah, the nuts and bolts that we fans want to hear. Not so much what the outside world wants to hear about Comic Con and all that sort of stuff, but how to get from point A to point B.
1: I really enjoyed our conversation. I mean, I know that a lot yeah. of people have given us a little. Bit of grief about <laughs> um, how little information he was able to kind of pass on. But at the end of the day, you can only say so much um, with two weeks to go uh, before the convention. You couldn't really go into the nuts and bolts of security, but he did mention that he's been speaking regularly to San Diego, uh, to various uh, divisions within the city. I think there was enough there. And I thought, I personally thought it was a great watch. If you do get the chance to rewatch, that was our incidental one-off in, interview with David Glanzer, which took place on Thursday. I, I, enjoy, I personally enjoyed it. Did you have a good time? Uh,
2: I did. I I, I wish that sometimes I could actually read off of a script better, but, you know, there we go, moving on, and, uh, you know, the panels this week, the panel drops on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday have kept us all busy on the forum, too, so, (laughs) which leads us perfectly into today's
1: show. Indeed.
2: Apparently, the panels dropped an hour ago, and I did not know this, so my picks will be missing Sunday.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, yes, we will be talking uh, the full lineup, and like we did say, that we were going to be having a pretty immediate reaction to Sunday, so while um, I'm certain uh, Devora and uh, Samantha talk, I'm certain Alyssa will be quickly scrolling through, uh, oh, but yes. uh, we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, so yes, also joining us from the Friends of the TC Forum is uh, Devora. hello, um, Devora Lisnor. how are you?
3: Hello, good, how are you? <laughs> Glad so, to be here.
1: To introduce, because I, I uh, don't think you've been on the Hangout before, so uh, um, nope. Just explain, because uh, I, I know that you do a bit of work on the the forum as well. What do you, what do you do?
3: A little, yeah. I'm a moderator of the programming panels and lines section and the general discussion section for SDCC. So the programming section's a little busy lately, if you can imagine. <laughs> Fun to so keep you, on top of. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Now, is, you're going to have to explain, is Alyssa a hard taskmaster? Is she? Does she crack the whipple <laughs> off, or is she, is she nice and friendly, or how, how does that work? She's
3: good. She's a good delegator. She's, she's good.
1: <laughs> Listen, the thing I have nothing is, to say. <laughs> people haven't, haven't really seen Alyssa off camera, only when you, she's on for uh, the Hangouts. She's she's quite sharp when she wants to be. But anyway, that's that's it. she's yeah. a, she's friendly as it is. So uh, thank you very much for joining us, Devorah. and also a first timer sure. is uh, Samantha. Maybe hello, Samantha. How are you?
4: I'm doing very well. How are you, Lenny?
1: I'm surviving. Thank you. Yeah. Now Samantha has been a, a regular contributor to the uh, the Q and A section, and uh, she always seems very much on the ball. And it's always good to have at least one of those people around, so that's why we've invited her on, because me and Alyssa, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Uh, so, you know, it's good to have, you know, someone who knows kind of uh, an idea of what she's up to. Um, how many times have you been going to uh, Comic-Con now?
4: Uh, this is going to be my fourth SDCC, and I've also been to WonderCon once. Um, didn't make it this past year, but those are the, my only CCI uh, conventions that I've been to so far.
1: Okay, very quickly, um, favorite highlight from your San Diego Comic-Cons past?
4: Uh, I think the one I always go back to is from my very first Comic-Con, which was 2013 when Nerd HQ was still in Peco Park and they had movies in the park and we got to watch Serenity in a stadium full of other nerds who loved Serenity. And uh, we were there early, of course, because you get there early for everything at Comic-Con. And uh, so we were right up front, and Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk were about 10 feet away from us, laying in the grass, watching the movie, and uh, basically riffing their own film <laughs> for the first 20 minutes. That was
0: great. Fair
1: enough. I mean, if uh, I mean, I think actually I've seen pictures of that particular event where they were handing out popcorn as well to uh, people that were just in the nearby vicinity. So, yeah, that sounds like a fun way to watch a film when you've got the stars not that far away from you
4: that yeah, was good. And Alan Tudyk was walking around picking up after people.
1: That was funny. <laughs> he's, just, he's just too nice, isn't he? He's just too sweet. Okay, so let's just get in straight into it. These are the uh, the schedules for San Diego Comic-Con 2016. We are not going to do much in the way of um, anticipating when you should be lining up, because at the end of the day, it is down to your own personal preference. If you're wanting to get to the front and centre of the room where you can actually see the nose hairs of the people up there on stage, obviously it's down to your own preference. It's as as early as you feel uh, that you want to uh, be lining up. We are not certainly going to be advocating lining up from Monday and Tuesday for, uh, for shows or for whatever, um, but it is down to your own um, choices. What we are going to be talking about is certainly uh clashes with other panels how the room will line up during uh the the panel will line up during the course of a day because that does affect how you're actually going to be able to get into the room so that's where we're going to uh, cover so um we've kind of allocated uh rooms uh to people and i think uh we'll start with um i think the room that's got a lot of people excited this year which is ballroom 20 so Um, who's taking ballroom 20 on
3: it's me Hi. I be
1: cool. So anatomy <laughs> we'll, we'll, first. We'll start, we'll start back, eh? <laughs> so if we start then with um Thursday.
3: Okay, oh, so you do you want do you want to list all the panels?
1: Just on the yeah. Thursday? Yeah,
3: Thursday. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the CBS TV block, um Scorpion, American Gothic, and MacGyver, which I'm excited about. Um the Strain. Teen Wolf, and Marvel's Luke Cage. So it's late day, only those four. Um, But Luke Cage looks to be a very popular panel, I'm sure. Sure. Um, And there's one in the CBS block that it's not in the title, but uh, if you read the description, uh, in between American Gothic and MacGyver, it says fan favorites, um, which is actually one of my hidden gems because it looks like they're going to have some stars from... uh, past series, and they're going to talk about their time on those shows. I think that'll be fun.
1: Surprise um, out classes, out, I like out of that little lot, I mean, obviously, the, I think that the, the main one that really does jump out at a lot of people is the fact that Marvel and Netflix are bringing uh, Luke Cage uh, to, uh, uh, to Comic-Con for the very first time. Um, it is stating yeah. that it's, uh, it's going to be the cast as well, although there is no listing for the actual uh, cast of uh, the show. Although it is moderated by Jeff Loeb, so you can imagine pretty much everyone from the the, the major cast is going to be uh, uh, on hand. Um, I think they, it, a lot of people are very curious about just what it's going to take to get into the room for that loot cage, considering that Team Wolf is always going to be a massive draw. Um, I'm very uh, looking at that lineup. I mean, there's not a great deal of uh, crossover between many of the panels. I think if If you're interested in Team Wolf, there's going to be a a bit of a clear out, I suspect. What what do you think?
3: Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I would probably stay for all of them if I was in there that day. Um, But I can also say, I don't know how it's going to go with Marvel, but Ballroom 20 was pretty much a walk-in every day last year. So I don't know. I'm not too worried. (laughs) What do you think? I was kind of thinking that I needed to
2: to befriend somebody who's big into Teen Wolf and and uh, <laughs> you know buddy up with them. So that, that was my thought because I'm not so I'm not so much interested in anything else that they've got going on. But I would love to see yeah. the Luke Cage panel. So it, it, I think it'll be interesting to see. I, I may take a swing by Ballroom 20 Thursday afternoon. And just see how the line, how big the line is. Because I, I can imagine that there's not quite a lot of crossover between Teen Wolf and Luke Cage. I don't know. Is that everybody else's assessment, too?
4: I don't know. Um,
2: okay.
0: Go <laughs> on, Samantha. I
4: don't know. Um, no, I I mean, I think there easily could be. It, it, mm-hmm. I I don't see why not. Yeah, it's good TV is good TV. Uh, I, I certainly like Teen Wolf and Luke Cage, so. I could see going to both. I did want to say, to you, though, I I think that the Luke Cage um, autograph signing list of of people was announced, so it may be a fairly safe bet to assume anyone on that autograph signing list will also be at the panel. Sure. But I don't know who all it was.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel a little bit um, uh, sorry for anyone who happens to be a fan of uh, the Strain and indeed Teen Wolf. I'm I'm always reminded of the. Um, uh, I think there was a Legend of Korra panel uh, before uh, the uh, anniversary panel for Firefly uh, a couple of years back. And everyone who was a Korra fan were kind of locked out of the room while the, the Firefly fans just kind of like dominated the room. And I can imagine it's going to be very similar to that when it comes to Team Wolf and Luke Cage. They are going to be in there for the panel before, certainly to uh, make sure they get there uh, in, in the seats and in the room for for that. Uh, so if you're a fan of the strain, you may be a little bit uh uh muscled out by someone who's interested more in uh uh werewolves and superhumans than uh vampires but uh yeah um okay so that's ballroom twenty um i think the whole h will be the next uh uh big line a uh, uh, big uh attraction of course uh which i believe that's me that's uh
2: before. So we're going to do it by day, so we'll do all Thursdays?
1: Yeah, I think we'll do all the Thursdays. We'll, do it, we'll okay. do it by day. We'll do Great. it by day. Okay, Hall H uh, for Thursday. Um, it's been stated by a number of people and indeed the unofficial blog and by ourselves that uh, it has been considered the, the lightest uh, day uh, in Hall H for some time. Um, I agree, but I think there's some stuff in there that also still will uh, attract people's attention. Uh, Starting from the top, you have the DreamWorks Animation Theatrical, uh, which is going to be moderated by uh, Chris Hardwick, who I'm absolutely certain has a tent at the back of Hall H. Uh, That's where he lives, pretty much, uh, at Comic-Con. There's a number of panels he's going to be doing in Hall H. But he's gonna be in there with Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, Christopher mintz uh and director Luke Mitchell, a co director of Walt Dawn and uh Tina Shea, who's the producer, and this is for Trolls. Um, now obviously some big names in there and I'm certain it could prove to be a very entertaining panel, but I've seen the trailer and quite frankly, I'm not impressed. Uh, so the film itself may be crap, but the panel might be okay. Um, and obviously, any chance you get to see um, uh, some beautiful people up on stage. Um, Justin Tim Blake has been to Comic-Con before. He came for uh, In Time uh, back in 2010, and uh, yes, he was an entertaining panel uh, panelist, actually, so he was up on stage. So it's going to be a, a very much like the Megamind panel uh, from that particular year. It's very kind of a, a soft intro into uh, the actual, uh, the day and indeed Hall H programming. The panel that interests me the most, I think is going to be the one that comes up next between 11.45 and 12.45. uh, This is Snowden featuring uh, Oliver Oliver Stone's first appearance at San Diego Comic-Con, featuring uh, actors Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt, Shillane Woodley, Zachary Quinto and Scott Eastwood. Obviously a nice roster of actors there, but I think the attraction will be of Oliver Stone and uh, his take on the whole uh, Snowden um, uh, subject. Uh, so that's for an hour between 11.45 and 12.45. Between 1 and 2, you have Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. This is Luke Besson uh, bringing his uh, latest sci-fi effort. Um, people kind of have been a little bit down on stuff like Lucy, and uh, but Fifth Element, still um, a classic piece of sci-fi, and I think this will be returning to that kind of uh, vibe. Um you do have Dan Harmon on... Oh, sorry, not Dan Harmon. Get you right, because uh, I want to see who's the moderator. This would be Josh Horowitz from MTV. Uh, but uh, a couple of surprise panellists. No idea who that's going to be, but you do have Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne, who's in town, obviously, as well, for Suicide Squad. So that's uh, Luke Besson's effort. Um, between 2.15 and 3.15, Feral Audio Live with Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon doing uh, Dan Harmon stuff, really, Uh, but a hell of a lot of uh, special guests in there who are only really of uh, interest to you if you are in that kind of Dan Harmon world. Uh, So stuff like uh, Johnny Pemberton, Steve Agee, Jeff B. Davis, that kind of thing. So um, that I can imagine is going to, I mean, all of these, I suspect, are going to be walk-ins. Um And that one is going to be certainly for the fans uh it 's not I think for anyone who 's just going to oh, I wonder what 's going on in here and uh check it out, but you could uh give that a go and between three thirty and four thirty is uh under the radar, which is uh Eric Davis and Mark Bernardin uh looking at uh it says here the best of genre fair from the festival circuit, so stuff that is being screened at South by Southwest. Uh, being screened at Sundance. Uh, it's definitely looking at the uh, the, the niche and the uh, the indie fair uh, that's going to be uh, um, uh, out and about. Um, special guest panellists include Doug Benson, who could quite easily take over the whole thing because that guy is just one of those uh, dominating uh, personalities. When it comes to Hall H, though, I don't think you have to line up. I don't think you have to uh, do any early queuing. And, indeed, outside of the Hall H line in the tents, I think it's going to be the emptiest it's been uh, for uh, quite a few years. I don't think you're looking at overnight camping. Uh, I think you could even probably just rock up at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning if you definitely want to be in that first panel. But I think just getting in is going to be no problem whatsoever. What's everyone's thoughts on that? Uh, Alyssa?
2: I was... Agreed. agreed. <laughs> 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 I, I'm... Not as sure about the Snowden panel. While I hear you on the rest of them, I think that the Snowden panel might come close to being full simply because Oliver Stone ha- has never been to Comic-Con before and I personally am interested in seeing them. I mean, with the credits of Platoon and Wall Street, Born on the Fourth of July, JFK, The Doors, having directed all of those films, even though I'm not thrilled about the subject matter, um, I'm I'm interested in, well, it's a little dry. It could be seen as a little dry. But, um, I am interested in seeing his take and, and just how he presents himself. So that would be the, that actually, the Snowden panel is one of my hidden picks of the, uh, of the whole, uh, you know, Thursday's lineup. Okay. And so that one might get close to being full. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I mean, the, only, the reason
1: why I say it's—I don't think it's going to be full—is because at the end of the day, we have had first-timers, uh, major directors appearing as first-timers, and um, they haven't. The actual panel itself hasn't set the, the room alight. I mean, Michael Mack, um which was uh, last year. Um, this is a legendary director. Uh, we had the director of Mad Max Fury Road for the first time, uh, George Miller, and that didn't really kind of—that wasn't uh, what people. I, I don't know. I'm curious. I don't think it's the filmmakers uh, that really attract to you know, a full room kind of uh, mm-hmm. attention. I think it's more the, the stars. But um, no, I think that. I, mean, I think Snowden. Snowden is the strongest uh, panel of that particular day. Um, Devorah, what's your thoughts? Um,
3: I think it'll probably be a walk-in all day. <laughs> so that's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Samantha, is there anything there that kind of jumps out at you? Are you a Trolls fan?
4: I'm not a Trolls fan, but I was going to say I do know a few people who are very excited about Justin Timberlake being there. <laughs> and since this is kind of a big throwback year and we have all these Nickelodeon 90s panels happening, I don't know, maybe we'll have a bunch of NSYNC fans there who were kids in the 90s and liked Nickelodeon. <laughs> it could happen. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it just whatever just
2: as I digress here I go off topic just a little bit. Uh so that there is a concert happening the first couple isn't there that concert that's happening over in of- Yeah, over in uh, uh Qualcomm the first oh. couple of nights that we were all talking about a couple of years ago, a couple of months ago about uh the the big young uh yeah, young kids <laughs>
1: So yes, Sorry. I think um, I think NSYNC are playing. <laughs> I don't know. I never was an NSYNC boy. I just
0: I, I I, that. I, that skipped yeah. over
1: me completely. Um, but there we go. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. So that's Hall H. I think we can safe to say you're not you're no challenges at all about getting into that panel. Certainly just to get into the back of the room. If you're wanting to do the Hall H thing and get an idea of what it's like to be in the Grand Cathedral of San Diego Comic Con, this is going to be your day to do it, and you can do it pretty much on a whim uh, on the Thursday. Right, so uh, next big room, I suspect, um, who who wants to take on? Well, Samantha, which room do you want to take on? Uh,
4: six BCF was the main one I looked at. There's not a whole lot going on. For Thursday, I think one of the most exciting things it's kind of bookended that day. Uh the very, very first panel is gonna be a relaunch of Battlestar Galactica, which is really exciting for anyone who's a Battlestar fan. Again, I'm <laughs> I'm not huge into Battlestar yet. I think it'll happen for me one day, but uh not yet. I know a lot of people, though, who are definitely probably going to have that one on their list. Um, After that, there's a bunch of gaming panels, so they kind of speak for themselves. We've got Street Fighter, Call of Duty, Gears of War 4, and Warcraft that are all going to be in there. And then immediately following that, USA has two of its shows, Colony, and, of course, Mr. Robot, which I know Alyssa's going to be excited about. Um, I'm hoping to get to that one. That's definitely on my list. Then there's going to be uh, an animation panel, which sounds really interesting. Uh, this was apparently one of the first places, this, the Festival of Animation panel, where some of the, the work from Tim Burton and John Lasseter were premiered. So you could see some really cool stuff there, some innovative animation styles, and uh, new stuff. You might get to see work from some new names that you might see it at Pixar or in Disney Animation in the next few years. So that could be really fun. And the day is wrapping up with the Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, which is always a good time. I got to do one, um, I think, at WonderCon. It was the only one I've been to. And they're always a lot of fun. They hand out props and you get to sing along the whole time. and It's great.
1: <laughs> I'm curious about Dr. Horrible this year, if anything, purely because of the... Uh I mean, Joss Whedon's in town, as he always is, but uh, there is the constant rumour that there's going to be a Dr. Horrible 2. He he is apparently working on a lot of stuff. Dr. Horrible 2 is apparently one of the things he wants to do, so we may have some kind of announcement. But then again, we've been saying that for the last two or three years, so who knows? The thing that's Uh, always
4: hard with singling panels is I put them on my list every year and they always conflict with something else. Always. There's always something that keeps me from going. So I've not I've not been to that one or the Once More with Feeling sing along yet, just because of that
1: reason. <laughs> Four years. I think the one concern about this particular room is purely the the variety of the, the the things that are in there and the fact that you if you are interested in seeing certainly the uh, the, the the big panel of that day which I think is like you say uh, Mr Robot, um, you do have to sit through an awful lot of other panels and other content. Uh, to get there. I mean, what's your thoughts on the lineup, uh, Devora? Is it, are, are you a gamer at all? Uh,
3: I, I'm not, um, but I would go for Colony and Mr. Robot, um, although a lot of people might be distressed that Mr. Robot is at the same time as Marvel's Blue Cage in Ballroom 20. So, some people are gonna have to make that tough choice there, I think. Yeah.
1: That's think it. You're right. <laughs>
3: right
2: that, that kind of goes to Comic-Con and uh, scheduling things in conflict so you have to make a choice yeah. uh, So so those two panels are also on Doctor Who's picks for um, uh, the hidden gems uh, which not quite so hidden but um, are, are of course on my, my pick too I don't think I'm going to go see them though um i've seen doc i've seen mr robot a couple of times so i'm i'm kind of um hanging back on that one a little bit but i would encourage everybody to go see the panel certainly the two principal actors are entertaining and
1: uh worth seeing um well, I mean, you're, you're looking at a fair old list of uh of talent i mean remy Malek's there christian slater's there Porsche Doubleday. um I mean, you've got a fair amount of talent that's going to be in the room and uh, obviously a lot of people are very excited uh, for season two. Um, I know that um, uh, you can imagine that that is... Well, it is going to be a full room. That is absolutely going to be a full room for that panel. That's, that's a given. It's just the, it's whether it's it's definitely going to be weeding out the wheat uh, uh, the from the chaff to uh, looking for the hardcore fans to actually sit through Gears of War 4 and Warcraft, uh, and indeed a Colony panel. Uh, I mean, I'm not overly familiar with Colony, but how big is it in the States at the moment?
4: I love it. It's not... I love it. It's not big, but... (laughs) I I, I know nothing about it. (laughs) Is it a very
1: dedicated, hardcore fan base, would you say?
2: I'm not sure about a dedicated fan base, but I certainly think that it has... Um, a strong following given given the given it's the nature of the show which is uh an occupied area by um, extraterrestrials and and it's a fun show. I think it's very smart on their part to have put it just before Mr. Robot because it will introduce all of the conspiracy theorists that like Mr. Robot to Colony and um, hopefully they'll do enough clips so that the Mr. Robot fans will get an idea about what what Colony is um, because I think they, their interests are uh, very similar and I think people will migrate over to colony from mr robot
1: okay
4: i would definitely say that any tv panel i've been in at san diego comic con i did not feel like it was a waste of my time i leave almost every tv panel feeling like oh i have to go watch this show so i i don't think you'll be you'll be struggling to get through the colony panel before Mr. Robot. The, some of the gaming panels might be a stretch for me. I do consider myself a gamer, but all four of them in a row might might drag on a bit.
2: <laughs> but the good the good part about that is, in theory, the room will clear out, and all of the colony people and Mr. Robot people will get will get in. And what is it? I think um, I think Carrie said that it was a four thousand seat venue, um,
1: three
2: thousand seat,
1: six BCF. I don't think it's that. Okay. Or maybe
2: Classic. two. Yeah, it's 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 very large. So there's there's a good there's a good chance of getting into that one. Is is my point.
1: Okay. Um, I still think that you'll be looking at a couple of panels early. Certainly, if you are wanting to get in, uh, certainly to the front third or front two thirds, um, just to make sure. Um, and yeah, um, we're hearing positive things about colony, so that's certainly something to uh. To-
2: one of. One of my tips to get in the front row is to to be a single single person <laughs> because there's always single seats available. You can always usually move down front.
1: Yes, so. but every single time I've tried that, um, it's always between two very very large people,
0: and I yes. end up being like this. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, <laughs> well, but that's yeah okay. Right, um, I think uh, the the next big room I suppose would be uh, Indigo. Which is attracting a lot of attention. Is anyone up for taking
0: that on? Or
2: I didn't do any studying on Indigo. The things that I did were um, on on the hidden gems, so yeah. I can certainly talk about
1: some of the smaller <sighs> panels. Fair enough. Well, I'll I'll have a crack at Indigo then. Uh, right. Well, we start at eleven o'clock programming, and it starts with the fourth annual mus- musical anatomy of a superhero, which um, I've been to the. Second one, sorry, my taxi's arriving. Um, But yes, uh, this is um, always a a fun panel where it really gets some incredible talent in the room. Uh, Henry Jackman, who did the music for Captain America Civil War. uh, Junkie XL for Deadpool, Batman, Superman. John Ottman, X-Men, Apocalypse, and Days of Future Past. And Blake Neely, who did the music for Supergirl and The Flash. And um, moderated by George S. Clinton. Of all people, Um, I think it's a great start to um, uh, a panel and uh, to the programming. And um, I was a massive fan of the panel when I went to see it first time round. And uh, it does talk very much about the strength of music in um, in a film. So a very interesting panel. Um, at which point you then into a number of the on um, the online stuff. So Geek and Sundry at 12 o'clock, um, 1 p.m. for the Nerdist panel with Chris Hardwick, and at 2 o'clock you have Meet Comic Con HQ, which is talking about the uh, programming, which is the uh, the streaming service that is the uh, team up between Lionsgate and Comic Con International. Very niche um, uh, programming. Uh, Geek and Sundry and Nerdist, I feel, have gone a little bit off the boil. Over the last couple of years, and certainly with nerdist um, they're certainly they 're doing their best to attract new programming, and that says a lot about the uh, nerdist live stuff that they did, where they kind of did a whole week of new programming shows but they seem to, i don 't know if it 's quite it 's very much a distilled audience now um, you will have of course have a lot of um, uh, interest, but it 's going to be very focused uh, in terms of that the comic con h q stuff. Um, I don't think has um, a lot of the um, the traction that I think they wanted to get uh, straight away, although it is proving to be a very popular streaming service, but not as popular as I think they wanted it. And certainly with the programming, it's very, very focused. Uh, I think the only ones that are of any interest in there, I think, are Film HQ and Kings of Con, but we have no news yet about who the actual special guests are going to be actually as part of it. You know you're going to have Seth Laderman from... Uh, Comic-Con HQ, but beyond that we don't know if uh, well, uh, um, don't know if uh, anyone from uh, Film HQ is going to show up, um, so you don't know if you're going to get any of that uh, bunch, you certainly don't know if you're going to have Con Man, considering they have their own panel um, Kings of Con likewise, um, but uh, you may get people from uh, What's News, Film HQ and Mostly Harmless um, I do think those three panels It's if you are a fan of Felicia Day of chris hardwick of the uh, the, the people involved in comic con hq it 's the next panels that are of any interest at three o'clock NBC is the good place which um not many people are knowing too much about and not only um, it, it's still a little bit um it's something that 's possibly off the usual comic con radar but you do have uh, very strong panelists so drew, drew goddard um of course the uh, uh, very much uh, known for his um, uh, Comic Con relevant stuff but also have Kristen Bell uh, and Ted Danson uh, is going to be uh, showing up as well so uh, that's going to be a, a pretty strong panel followed by I think the the headliner of the day which is Silicon Valley at 4 o'clock, Van Helsing at 5 and at 6 o'clock uh, Comedy Central's Drunk History and Legends of Chamberlain Heights um, Devorah, anything that kind of jumps out there Um
3: uh. Yes. Yep. I I was considering the good place to be hidden, one of my hidden gems. I think I would probably go probably go over there and see that. Um, and don't forget Drunk History at six o'clock. That one looks like fun.
0: Uh, you <laughs> broke up a little bit there. What was the the sorry the first um, your hidden gem? Sorry.
3: The good place looks oh, like good a good place. a right. good panel that might not be too popular, like you said. Um, well, and Drunk History.
1: I think it's going to be popular. I just don't know. Uh, what, or, what kind of audience it's going to get at, at Comic-Con. So right. I think it's more the, okay. the, the, the talent on stage that's going to be the, the, the draw than the yeah. actual project. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I'm interested in seeing the Drunk History panel as well. That show is hilarious, and I'm sure the panel will be too.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, Alyssa, is there anything there that kind of uh, attracts your attention? I mean, this Van Helsing, which um, seems to be the uh, um, let's make Van Helsing a girl um, is basically the the twist on that particular one
0: um, uh, there's nobody there that kind of like I'm fully aware of
2: the um, the Van Helsing not so much for me, but the TJ uh, transmute young has a, a one of her hidden picks is the first one. Um, the first panel of the day at eleven, which is the fourth annual music anatomy of a superhero, which sounds um, you're always talking about music in uh, in movies and this this for those fans who pay attention and are aware of the music more so, this panel might be of interest to you um, it, from the uh from the ominous Horns of Jaws singing fear to the inspiring themes of Star Wars. Music has always been an important part in supporting characters in the movies. So it might be fun. Henry Jackman, um, Tom Holdenborg, uh, John Ottman, uh, Blake Neely, uh, and it's moderated by George Clinton. So it it might be a fun, and that's that's one of those little those little panels that uh, you'd end up remembering down the road, six months down the road.
1: Sure. Okay. Um, so that's uh, Indigo. Um, in terms of actually getting into that room for the panels, I think you're going to be pretty much okay. Um, I don't think there's going to be a, a massive thing to queue up for apart from uh, the Good Place and Silicon Valley, but I think. I mean, the size of Indigo um, is going to allow you to get into that room. I mean, did, I mean, did please, please disagree with me, girls, if uh, if uh, you, you, you feel that no, there is going to be some queuing involved for this for these panels.
3: I doubt it. <laughs> You're probably so right. I
4: think the Geek and Sundry and the Nerdist panels could have a bit of a draw, since they also have everything going on at Petco. I'm sure there could be a lot of people there. We're interested in seeing that, and Felicia Day always puts on good panels. She's always funny, so I'm sure there'll be a good number of people in the morning. But I don't think it have to camp out.
0: No,
1: I think we're finding a definite theme to the Thursday programming. Uh, let's uh, we'll crack on. We'll, we'll, we'll get straight through. Is there any other rooms that anyone wants to kind of look at?
0: I have
4: a few other ah. panels that I'm interested in, but we can save those when we're talking about... Well,
1: let's, let's, let's go through the, the the hidden gems, then, or our uh, own particular uh, picks. Uh, say certainly the smaller rooms. Um, uh, Samantha, is, is there anything in there, the listing that you've seen so far that kind of jumps out at you?
4: The major one for me, it's in 6A, and I saw we got a question on Twitter about it as well, is the Milana panel. I'm very excited to see that one. It's one of... I haven't seen a whole lot of Disney panels, but Moana especially I'm excited for because uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is doing the music, and I just think it's going to be great. One of those movies that really rips your heart out and just makes you ball like a baby for an hour in the movie theater in public. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that one, but someone asked us what time to get in line for that. I didn't take a really close look at the rest of the programming in 6A that day. But it's another one that I think you'd probably want to be there a few panels early, um,
1: and you'd probably be fine. have a quick look at 6A. Um, Feed Your Head, the VFX of Alex, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy, which is um, the,
4: one of the uh, big Nickelode-
1: Nickelodeon panel. Um, Mona, Art of Story. Uh, Falling Water, which is the new show from uh, USA Networks. Um, Last Ship at 3 o'clock and Man in the High Castle Um, I don't think there's going to be too much in terms of um, uh, issues to get into Mona but um, I'd have to check the the room size but I don't think I think most people are going to be lining up if anything for that for Last Ship and Man in the High Castle which still have uh, big draws Uh, Devorah uh, is there any uh, of the Thursday programs that jump out at you?
3: Sure. Um, yeah, there's one in room 8 at 1.30 called Fiction Versus Reality, uh, an Investigation of Science in Movies. It's kind of like a Mythbusters kind of a thing. So I think that one will be fun.
0: Excellent.
3: Uh, and, and uh, sorry, there's a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> he wrote a comic book called Mycroft Holmes and the Apocalypse Handbook. That is in room 5A at noon, and that one looks like it might be fun too.
1: So there you go that's um <laughs> stealing one of mine. So yes that's Sorry. why no no not at, all, not at all that is the one that kind of jumped out at me as well. Um uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar is very very clever, intelligent, um very sharp-witted man. Um I think that's going to be a very fun panel and I think I'm very curious to read the comic book myself, so yeah, I'm curious about that. Uh, for myself, I, I would say that my um, hidden pick on the Thursday is the most dangerous women at Comic-Con, to Bestel or to not Bestel. Uh, this is um, uh, talking about, uh, with so many stories failing the Bestel test, uh, test which tests with, uh, measures whether a story has uh, two women in it that talk about anything other than a man, it leaves many wondering if pop culture is making any progress at all. Uh, to talk about this uh, diversity in media, you do have action chick flick uh, Katrina Hill, Janice Scarlett from Star Wars Psychology, uh, Patri- um, Jennifer Stuller from uh, geekgirl.com, Patricia Tolman from Babylon 5, uh, Jessica Sang from Little Geek Girls, and Ashley Blaze from Henderson State University, and moderated by Jenna Bush from Legend of Lear. But I think, if anything, that could be an interesting panel. If anything, just to go and see that uh, there's another person on that uh, particular lineup. Tony B Kim uh, from Crazy for Comic Con, the only bloke who's going to be on that lineup. That's going to be a fun, interesting panel just to see a whole room of basically turn around to the one bloke representative saying, "It's all your fault. It's all your fault." So it's going to be fun to see that kind of uh, conflict going off. But it's an interesting topic, and I'd be uh, that's in room 24ABC between 5:30 and 6:30. Uh, if you do find yourself. Footloose and Fancy Free at that time of the day. It may be an interesting panel to drop by. Okay, uh, we've had um, the uh, uh, the hidden gem from yourself, Alyssa. That's the uh, Anatomy of the Superhero, yeah.
2: Um. Or do, you, or do you have another personal one for the Thursday? Well, another personal one, I, I've got uh, the core of collecting, which a lot of people have talked to me over the past year about uh, what it takes to develop a good collection as opposed to just having a whole bunch of stuff behind you, like you may see. <laughs> um, so that's uh, one of the things that I'm thinking about. There's also a Captain America 75th anniversary Um that uh, Joe Simon's son is going to be moderating. Um, I've got a couple of other uh, hidden gems uh, from TJ, and she's talking about the, um, where comics and science meet in Room 9, and also, hey, you got science in my fiction in room thirty-two AB, which I think is um, an interesting take on it. If you tend to go towards the sciency way, there's also a couple of comic-related panels which are interesting. Uh, Spotlight on Kieran Gillian in room seven AB um, at ten a.m. Plus, a lot of people have been talking. In the comics people, comics people have been talking about the Love and Rockets panel in room nine A. And uh, Johnny Crockett's uh, Johnson's Barnaby, What Makes a Great Comic Strip, As at between 4 and 5 in 29AB. Again, if you like the comics and um, like the science, those are a couple of smaller panels to take a look at.
1: Yeah. Uh, just to wrap up on the uh, Thursday, uh, Angela Copley on the Q&A is stating that Luke Cage is the number two panel on the uh, the shed page uh, for the uh, schedule, which we kind of knew that was going to be the case. Uh, it, it, I think uh, purely because the, the the whole Netflix thing, the fact that they are bringing this show to uh, to Comic Con, but also of course uh, I seem to remember back to the Agents of Shield um, first appearance, and it did absolutely fill Ballroom 20. It's going to people are very curious to see how they are going to continue on Marvel Television, uh, certainly on Netflix. So. Thank you very much indeed to that, um, Angela. Okay, um, let's see where we're going to go next. Uh, that's uh, the Thursday. Let's go into Friday then. Uh, we'll start with uh, Ballroom 20. need um, okay. to have go at that. So I think that's javor. <laughs>
3: It's me. Okay, uh, so I think this might be my ballroom 20 day Friday. Um, starting out with Inside the Big Bang Theory writers' room. Uh, they've been doing that one for a few years now. Um, I sorry, wanted to ask what, you guys.
0: What, what times are these, please?
3: Sorry, 10 a.m. Yep. 10 a.m. Uh, does anybody know if they ever have um, actors as special guests in these panels? They don't.
1: Nope. Okay. because they, <laughs> they, because, um, they hate us. Um, Got it. And thanks to um, um, uh, them hating us, we hate them as well. Um, No, they haven't been coming for about two, three years purely because um, they can't get out of their gold-lined beds uh, to actually join us uh, for a a thing at Comic-Con now that they are now swimming in money. Um, So, no, no, it's just the writers, and that's been for about two, three years now.
3: Okay. But no hard feelings, right?
1: Oh,
3: cool. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, uh so eleven fifteen, uh the Bones farewell panel um with David Borianas and Bones actress. I'm sorry, I don't watch it. But uh it looks like it may be popular because that show's been on for many years and uh yeah, I'm sure they have a big fan base. Um twelve thirty, the hundred which is one of my personal favorites. Uh, 145 Entertainment Weekly, Brave New Warriors. Um, 3 o'clock, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., 415, TV Guide Magazine's fan favorites. Um, they haven't announced the guests yet, but, uh, it's usually a good one. Uh, iZombie at 530. Scream Queens, which is Fox's horror show, at 645. And I think this may be pretty popular. At nine o'clock, the world premiere of uh, the animated movie *Batman: The Killing Joke*. Um, so yeah, people seem to be pretty excited about that one. Um, I'm excited about the Entertainment Weekly panel personally. Uh, a lot welcome. of good actors on there.
1: Sorry, Sorry. Yes, you guys say say something.
4: Oh no! I was just going to say, oh, the Entertainment Weekly panels are always great, but the, the the brave warriors ones and the women who kick ass panels are always great.
1: Well, yeah. the lineup for that includes uh, Josh Holloway from Colony, uh, Colony, Colony uh, Dominic Cooper from Preacher, Theo Rossi from Luke Cage, Clive Standen taken Vikings, and Eric Dane from The Last Ship and Corey Hawkins from Twenty Four Legacy. It's very much a, a response or a post to the um, the women who kick ass panel, so it's all about yeah. it's all about the blokes. It's um, yeah. uh, I I, I'm very curious to see how that panel will be received. But um, yeah, like you say, the Entertainment Weekly panel is always uh, a lot of fun. Um, it's all television. It's all stuff that kind of overlaps. And apart from Big Bang Theory, which at the top of the show, which is more the comedy kind of thing, and Screen Queens, which you know is something to laugh at, I suppose. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's very much all the, the, the kind of the genre television stuff. Uh, to that end, you're not going to get a great deal of uh, turnaround on this particular room, and the idea would be that you would be looking at an, an early, um, uh, lineup, especially for stuff, stuff like the 100 and for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You're looking around anywhere between 6 to 8 in the morning, just to make sure that you are in the room, I would say. Uh, any disagreements with me there, girls?
4: This is also, yeah. I think, farewell panel for Bones. Oh, is, it, is, it was, is
1: it the last one?
4: I believe it was canceled yeah. last season, so this will be this will be the last panel. That be
1: I think yes. the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. one is also going to get the attention, a lot of attention, purely because it has been such a strong season this year, and I think a lot of people are very curious to see how that's going to dovetail into stuff which uh, uh, may be revealed at the Marvel panel on Saturday. Uh, I do quite like the fact that there is a massive gap between the final uh, TV panel of the day and the Killing Joke to make damn sure that uh, there are no winks in the building for uh, this uh, R-rated animation um, of Batman Killing Joke. Um, I'm curious about... uh, Well, unfortunately I won't be uh, in the room at all because I will be uh, heading for the Isons, but um, if I wasn't, I would be up for seeing the Killing Joke. So uh, that I mean that's my personal pick of the of that particular day in ballroom twenty. Um what's your take on uh, room turnaround, Deborah?
3: Um I think you're right. I think most people probably stay in there for if they're in there they'll just stay there for most of the day. Um I personally would probably leave after iZombie. Uh not so much into the Scream Queens, but um I, I think it'll know be good. <laughs> I watched one episode. I tried. I
1: just couldn't. <laughs> that is it. That's what you hear from everybody. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um Alyssa, what's your any take on B twenty? Any thoughts
0: on that?
2: Um, I was gonna skip it. For the day, because it seems like there's a lot of fans, uh, you know, who are who are diehard fans, and there's a couple of passing interests, but nothing that's really going to make me want to camp out for Ballroom Twenty. Um, there's too much else going on on Friday for me to even think about, even think about it.
1: Okay, uh, where such as where which room would you like to take on next?
2: Um. I, I haven't, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't really been looking at any room campings um, throughout the whole con for some reason. It's not, it's not been involved in that. I pri- primarily have just done the um, the small, the smaller panels. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, we'll, we'll go, we'll go to Samantha then. Uh, which room would you like to uh, take on, Samantha? Oh,
4: I can talk about six BCF again. Uh, it's okay. not. Bad. First place I plan on going on Friday. I'm planning to be in the Indigo Ballroom first thing Friday morning for Steven Universe at 10.15. But after that, I'm planning to head to 6BCF. Their day there is starting again, uh, what time is it? At 10.15 with two more gaming panels, Halo Wars and Resident Evil. Following that, there's going to be a panel showcasing some new graphic novels coming from William Shatner and Stan Lee and a few other people. So that could be interesting. I met Stan Lee last year thanks to another graphic novel project he was working on with Arcana Studios. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Then there's going to be a panel for People of Earth and Powerless at 2 o'clock, which could be a really fun panel. Uh, Some of the people that are going to be there for that include Alan Tudyk, and Danny Pudi from Community, and Vanessa Hudgens, if you like uh, High School Musical, I guess. Um, and they're also going to be screening the pilot there. So it, it is a DC series, but it's a comedy. So that could be fun for people who don't necessarily like the dark brooding nature of a lot of DC's um, recent work. Um, so after that are the probably the two biggest draws to that room. The whole con, which are American Gods at 3.15 and Orphan Black at 4.30. Again, Orphan Black is going to be done after this next season. So this will be their farewell panel. And I'm excited for it, not only because Tatiana is going to be there, but also because her double is going to be in attendance. And one of the things I really love about Orphan Black is the process that goes into making the show. But I think it would be really cool to hear a little bit more about how she works with her double and the kind of relationship that they have. I don't think she's ever been to a con before, so it would be really neat to see her there. Um, And then Vikings follows that, and then there's um, a couple more animation panels. I didn't look too much into all of them, starting at 7 p.m. One of them includes Don Hertzfeld, who made, um, what was it? I forget what it's called now. A cartoon where the, where the guy's spoon was too big and silly hats only and I don't know why I can't remember the name of it. I watched it like every day in high school, but they're hilarious. And uh, I'm sure some of those panels are going to be a lot of fun. Again, if you're looking for something lighter to do that day, that might be a a good place to head after Orphan's Lock's over. I'm sure the room's going to clear out.
1: So. Well, yeah, I think this is going to be one of the, the toughest rooms of yeah. the con that we've seen so far um, I know that um, uh, Kerry and James on the unofficial blog were talking about the Shatner uh, the panel, the Shatner signal out the universe because William Shatner is going to be in town uh, yeah. I was under the impression that he wasn't here that he tweeted that uh, he wouldn't be there but uh, Kerry has corrected me and stated that he's doing an introduction for uh, um, uh, Jack Kirby uh, of, uh, an art festival of, of some description so William Shatner's going to be in town Stanley is a special guest uh so there there is the very big possibility that you're going to be having William Shatner and Stanley in the same room for a you panel yep. which if that's the case that could be one of the strongest panels of the day uh it's just uh, that would be one hell of a room to be in um At the end of the day, however, it doesn't actually state that it's uh, talking about the going to have William Shatner or Stanley there. It does say its creative teams will display art and video clips, so nothing determined as yet. Um, However, like you say, I think the the strong one—I mean, Orphan Black that you're talking there—is the big highlight. I think American Gods at 3:15 uh, is going to be incredibly strong, considering you do have Michael uh, Brian Fuller in there uh, in McShane. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown is moderating uh, Pablo Schreiber in there as well and as it happens um, we do know that uh, Neil Gaiman is in town um, so it's very po- it hasn't listed it on the actual schedule but it's very possible we may be having a please welcome the creator of American Gods Neil Gaiman coming out so uh, that's going to be very strong and powerful uh, for those people who are interested in the program I for one am um, Very excited about American Gods. Uh, But, uh, like you say, uh, that Orphan Black panel, uh, I mean, it's just going to be absolutely rammed. Uh, (laughs) It's just going to be packed. Uh, Like you say, it's the last season. It's the Farewell Tour. Uh, So, it's a case of, you're going to, if you are interested in going to see the Orphan Black panel, do expect to be in there for a considerable wodge of the day. uh, Considering that uh, i it's just going to be so difficult to uh, get into that room, uh, considering the strength of, like you say, Powerless and American Gods at the beginning. The Powerless and the People of Earth one uh, is interesting, considering that they are showing the uh, pilot episodes of both those shows, and it's only an hour sh- panel. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get maybe five seconds with the cast coming out, smiling and wave, and then they'll show the, the actual shows. So that's going to be a bit awkward. Um Devorah, what's your take on uh, BCF? Is that so? Is that a room that could attract your attention?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, like I said, I think I'm going to be in Ballroom 20, 20, but I'm that 20. would be probably my second choice. Um, but I think Orphan Black outgrew that room. They should have moved to Indigo or Ballroom 20 last year. So <laughs> it's going to be pretty crazy trying to. You should line up early, definitely.
1: Yeah. Um. I've got my own theories on that, but uh, they have been kind of shot down over this morning. Uh, so I'll just leave uh, that alone. But yeah, you're right. It should be in a, a much larger room, and it will be absolutely to capacity. So if you are a um, Orphan Black fan, I hope you're uh, up for getting introduced to uh, Powerless and American Gods, because you are going to be seeing those programs. So, uh,
4: I'm hoping that Working Black has a panel at Merge HQ, and I'm lucky enough to get tickets for that, <laughs> so I can go do that instead. I, I don't know. I just don't think I'm going to have all the time to sit in that room all day.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I know that the the, the rumor is that um, William Shatner and Jim Lee is going to be in the room uh, for that panel, but so then again, G- uh, William Shatner was uh, in town for Nerd HQ, like you say. And he, he didn't actually then appear, as far as I remember, uh, anywhere in the, uh, the actual convention itself. So very curious to see how that's going to pan out. But, yeah, I think Orphan Black's going to be the big draw there. Um, I know that you're a fan of Vikings, uh, Alyssa. Is, is that something that attracts your attention?
2: I am interested in the show, and if I didn't have to devote a lot of time to it, I probably would go see that panel. i um, it's, it's a great show and certainly has uh, is some interesting uh, – it would be an interesting panel to see. However, this year I think I'm, I'm going to skip that one.
1: <laughs> okay. Right, I think the one, the one room that we haven't talked about, uh, let's uh, do this one, is uh, Hall H. So let's uh, do this for the Friday pro- programming very quickly. Uh, 10.30 while well, 11.30 is Alan Tudyuk and Nathan Fillion's Con panel. Uh, between uh, 12 and 1 is AMC's *Fear the Walking Dead*, immediately followed by uh, AMC's *The Walking Dead*, with pretty much everybody showing up on stage. That is going to be a huge panel: uh, Andrew Lincoln, Norman Reedus, uh, Stephen Yoon, uh, Lauren Cohen pretty much across the board. It's the, the, the main the cast, including uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as well, which I'm a, a massive fan of. Uh, followed by 2:15 to 3:15 *Game of Thrones*. Uh, which is the panel and Q&A, uh, involving uh, pretty much uh, everybody involved in that as well, including uh, Liam Cunningham, uh, John Bradley, Faye Marseille, Hannah Murray, uh, Ewan Rion, and uh, Sophie Turner uh, is all going to be uh, on stage for that, followed by uh, the always popular uh, Dark Horse Conversations with Joss Whedon, uh, which uh, very possibly may talk about uh, other projects that he's going to have uh, on his plate, because it does just usually descend into a massive Q&A uh, about Joss Whedon, not just dealing with the Dark Horse stuff, but um, always a fun panel. And then followed by a little bit of a break uh, of tone between 5 and 6, which is South Park Season 20, and then to wrap things up uh, is uh, 6.30 to 7.30 is AMC's Preacher, which has everyone involved in that, including Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, Dominic Kuber, Ruth Negger, Joseph Gilgan Uh, Ian Coletti and Graham McTavish uh, moderated by Kevin Smith so that will always be a lot of fun this is a very very strong day Um, and frankly this is going to be one of those where you're going to be either stuck in for the duration uh, there's not a great deal of turnaround uh, in my opinion, the only time that the room could possibly start emptying will be after Game of Thrones uh, because I'm not too sure people I mean that, that will be a major focus of attention. Um, I think. I don't know what. I mean. What do, what's your take, um, ladies, on the transition between the Walking Dead stuff and Game of Thrones? I mean, do you see a lot of transition there? Do you see people leaving uh, the room after Walking Dead?
4: I think there's a yeah. lot of violence in both shows, so they probably attract the same kind of people.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is shaking her head quite enthusiastically there. Yeah.
2: If if you've invested in Hall H you're gonna stay there for the full thing. I'm just glad that a lot of people are gonna be able to see the uh Joss speak because he is such an entertaining, uh fun person just to listen to. So I think uh that'll be an, a nice addition and a
1: nice break to the whole day. Do you think um well, do you think there's gonna be a a bit of an exodus after Game of Thrones? Yes, do
3: you think? definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, it's not going to be an empty room by any stretch of the imagination, but um, I think after the intensity of the Walking Dead and the Game of Thrones panels, and also the amount of cast, I think a lot of people are going to be pretty much spent for that day. So it's probably a good idea to just uh, watch the Joss Whedon, step out and uh, get yourself something to eat during South Park, and then go back in for Preacher. (laughs) They're
4: they're all going to go get in line for Saturday go get in line for Saturday
1: or, or indeed you can just uh, step out and yeah but we, we weren't going to talk about overnight camping, but yes, yeah, Saturday is looking spectacularly strong, so yeah we'll we'll get round to that in a second, so no that it, hall h is looking very strong uh it's one of those where you're not going to be able to walk into much of it apart from the back end, perhaps um and it's something that uh if you are going to be there you're going to be looking at a very early day uh to get into the room um. I, I'm not going to make any kind of estimates at all, but uh, certainly a very early morning if you are wanting to get into uh, to Hall H, and it is something that you are going to have to invest in, mm-hmm.
2: uh, in
1: terms of uh, actually doing that. Okay. I, um, I
2: did, on Friday, I do have a bunch of um, uh, hidden gems.
1: Okay, we'll start with you then. Go for it.
2: Um, Doctor Who is liking The Science Awakens and that's at ten in seven A B. Uh Star Wars, The Science Awakens, uh Light could Lightsabers be a reality? Uh there is, of course, uh, a panel by perhaps a co-host named the British Invasion <laughs> that is happening on uh at twelve o'clock in room twenty nine A B. Which
1: I am going to try my best to get to. Looking <laughs> at the programming for Friday, I would not be entirely surprised if not a great be- many people show up to the panel. I can appreciate it's a strong day, but I, I mean, all I can say is that I know that on the actual schedule, um, it doesn't list my other guests, It only lists Paul. I can announce that it's going to be uh, Paul Levitt, who's the former um, di- uh, former president of DC Comics, but we are going to be joined on the panel. By, um, Kieran Gillen, uh, from Phonogram and The Wicked and Divine. And also going to be joined by David Lloyd, who is, uh, the artist for Viva Vendetta. Um, also going to be celebrating the 10th anniversary of the release of the film. So it's going to be a nice little time for that. And then we're going to have, uh, Skype contributions from Paul Jenkins, who's the writer and artist for, uh, so the writer for Hellblazer. And also, uh, Dave Gibbons, who's the artist for Watchmen. We are celebrating the 30th anniversary of that book. So I think we've got a reasonable talent pool to uh, fill that room. So if you are uh, interested in that uh, that period in comics history, which influences to this day, that's my panel on the Friday between twelve and one. Thank you very much indeed for picking it, Alyssa. No, um, I-
2: Absolutely, of course. I mean, it's it is a major. It was a major influence um, that time period. Watchmen, Alan Moore, all of that. So it's it's going to be fascinating, um, and I am looking forward to hopefully being able to get there. Um, I won't say what I'm doing elsewise because it it uh, <laughs> has to do with Hall H. Fair <laughs> so, enough. Um, going on, we've got uh, Sharknado is um, a lot of people are talking about that at 7.15, Sharknado 4, The Awakening, in Room 6A. Um, TJ has talked about uh, Spotlight on Roberto Agueras Sarcassi. I'm sure I'm butchering the name. Uh, Regardless, he's done Archie Archie Comics. uh,
1: Which room is that in?
2: That's it at 7 a.m. and that's in room 29 a B so that is just before uh, close to just before your panel so you can go to 29 a B and catch both both shows uh, she goes on to pick a spotlight by Berkeley breathed um, I probably again am mispronouncing the name and that is at 1.30 to 230 in 5 a B. Um, Comic Con Dad, who does a lot of comics panels, um, is looking forward to Geek Girls and Cat Birds at 10 a.m. to eleven in room twenty-five ABC. Um, discuss come together to discuss unique contributions to their beloved medium. Uh, notable is Hope Nicholson. A great panel for the budding cartoonists to, eager to explore the craft. Uh, there's also Kramer's Erg- Ergot and Art and the Art of Comic Anthology, um, in room 24 ABC at 11.30. And then he goes on for Spies, Vixens, and Masters of Kung, Kung Fu at 6 p.m. in room 4. Uh, 40 plus years in the comics industry with a moderator of Steven Mattson, Superboy and the Ravens My picks I'm I'm liking Tony Kim's panel How to Build a Geek Brand at 12 to 1 o'clock in the Pacific 24 North Tower. Um, Tony Kim is going to be talking about, with a couple of other people, we'll be talking about how to build a brand, and, and that's one of the things that I'm particularly worth, I, I particularly find interesting at this point, trying to build the, the forum up. Um, there's a couple of science panels, uh, Space Command, Bold Adventures in the Far Reaches of Space, in the Neil Morgan Auditorium. Uh, See, so And then we've got Mars Needs People putting humans on the red planet at 4 o'clock in, in room 7AB.
1: And that's pretty much I know, it. I know, I know you like your science panels, so I, I, I kind of I suspected that a couple of those would be showing up.
3: Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. Uh, Devora, is there anything that's kind of attracted your attention in the listing?
3: Uh, nothing that hasn't been mentioned, but um, I think the Mars Needs People one, uh, is gonna be interesting, and the Star Wars The Science Awakens, those are my two top hidden gems. Okay. Be good.
4: I do have one other big one that I wanted to mention. It's the Captain America Screenwriters Panel. It's at 1pm in the Horton Grand. And I just think it would be one of the coolest things. Like, if you don't want to brave Hall Age for Marvel on Saturday, I definitely think this would be a great panel. I don't know how many people are going to go to it, um, but just being able to hear the screenwriters talk about adapting work from comics to screen and even going from one movie to the next and how that all works and how they have to integrate all the characters' storylines, I just think it's going to be... A really really cool panel. I got to hear them talk a a couple of them talk a little bit at um, the Captain America Civil War marathon that Nerdist put on in LA, and they were only there for like 10 minutes, but they were definitely one of the highlights of the whole event. So hearing screenwriters talk, do not underestimate how cool it can be. They're they're some of the most interesting people that you'll get to hear at the con, even more so than some of the actors. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I would definitely recommend trying keeping keeping that on. On your B list, at least, if not your A list.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that was actually another one of my picks. I, th- I think we're getting a very similar vibe. Uh, that we're <laughs> picking my hidden gem, gem as well. Yeah, that was uh, one. Just to let you know about that, that is being, uh, taking place in the Horton Grand Theatre between one and two. If you're not too sure how that's going to work, it's a little bit more convoluted than attending your average panel uh, in that you do have to go to sales and you actually have to draw for a ticket. Uh, for the Horton Grand Theatre. Uh, once you have that ticket in your hand, however, it does mean that your space is allocated within the theatre and you can just arrive uh, at the theatre 10, 15 minutes beforehand and you will have your space allocated inside. But it does mean you do have to go and have um, a ticket allocated for you uh, at sales. The only other thing, as correctly pointed out by uh, uh, Kerry and James, is that for some of the, uh, the Horton Grand Theatre panels, Uh, It may not actually be a massively full room. So for the lineup to get your ticket, you may, if you don't get the draw for it, you can just go back and keep trying until you kind of get the ticket. So, uh, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I personally think this is going to be a fascinating panel. Um, uh, I'm not too sure what the capacity of the Horton Grand Theatre is but um, I, I'm very curious to that would be a fun one uh, the only one that kind of jumps out at me is more of a, a change of programming uh, in that uh, uh, to how to draw with Jim Lee uh, is going to be taking place uh, pretty much towards the end of the day, uh, between 4.30 and 5.30 in Room 2, which is the Comic-Con How-To Room. Um, this is a panel which would usually take place uh, last thing on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, as it happens, Jim Lee has a number of panels throughout the course of uh, Comic-Con this year. Uh, so they're not going to be doing the How-To Draw with Jim Lee panel at the end of the Sunday. It is moving to the Friday Uh, between 4.30 and 5.30. To be honest, it just ends up being watching him draw. He does four or five sketches. You can throw out a couple of questions if you fancy, and he does raffle those sketches off. So if it's a chance for you to possibly get your hands on a Jim Lee original and see the man work. I've talked about Jim Lee's panels before. Um he's one of those guys that you watch him do stuff and he even will he will say while he's doing it oh this you know what this might be the one that all falls horribly wrong. It, it's I can't see I don't know if this is all working. Pulls out a magic marker. Blah, 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 masterwork. It's scary to watch, uh but it's uh, a brilliant brilliant panel. Uh but it is moving to the Friday. So it's going to get swamped by a lot of other attractions, whereas usually on the Sunday, it's something to wrap up your con, not anymore. Okay, so let's move to, uh, oh, we've got a couple of comments on the Q&A. Michael Leavenfall, I've done Friday Hall H in the last three years, and to be honest, he feels that this is a weaker Friday for a while. There's going to be a massive exodus after Game of Thrones, yes, and you've got no Star Wars this year either to attract that kind of attention understandable i do think uh preacher is going to get a bit of an attention uh dan berry uh, at kamikaze they have stanley and shatner together at a panel on the show floor so uh they have appeared at panels before so very curious to see how that's going to uh work if indeed they show up at that panel nothing's confirmed right um Let's see where else. Uh, Michael P, he hopes that he also gets the cast from Iron Fist and the Defenders. Looking at the lineup, I don't think that's going to happen. I really do think it's just going to be focused very much on um, uh, Luke Cage. So uh, don't hold your breath on that one. Right, let's move through to um, Saturday, 23rd of July. Um, Who wants to go first? Diora? Uh, sure,
3: <laughs> yes, I'll go first. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, uh, so, ballroom 20, uh, starting at 10 a.m. with Once Upon a Time, uh, 11 a.m., it's another TV day, uh, 11 a.m., Vampire Diaries, at noon, The Simpsons, uh, then 1 o'clock, Family Guy, 1.45, American Dad, all well, similar theme, uh, 2.30, Grim, Three thirty okay, so at three thirty the DC, the CW D C television shows start, uh with Supergirl. Um at four fifteen Legends, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Uh five o'clock the Flash. Five forty five Arrow. And that's it until Masquerade at the at eight thirty.
1: Yeah. Um There's I... a
3: ton of conflicts.
1: Yeah, very much. So. <laughs> Go ahead. I think this is very much a reaction to uh, the programming of the DC stuff. Uh, sorry, the CW DC stuff uh, in uh, Hall H in the past. Uh, purely because after an extremely long day, uh, wherever you've been sat, uh, whether you have been in Ballroom 20 or Hall H, whatever, if, if, after an incredibly long day at the con, to keep the excitement up for the DC uh, CW stuff is very difficult, and I think this is a way of combating that, moving it into Ballroom 20 and uh, kind of giving it its own space uh, a little bit further into the middle of the day. Um, Is there anything there that you've... I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be interested in that uh, DC stuff, and it's going to be an early start. You're going to be sitting through a lot of animation, I suspect.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that day's not real that day is not really for me in there. And there's a ton of T V stuff in Indigo Ballroom that day too. Um so that may draw some of the crowds away as well.
1: Yeah, we didn't cover Indigo Ballroom for the Friday. Well I think I might do a very quick recap of that um when we when I do my Saturday stuff. Okay. Um can you see much Exodus going off there? I mean the does the, does the vampire diary still have a, a fair old draw and Once Upon a Time? Um
3: I mean, kind of. I think people will leave after the Vampire Diaries, um, and then it'll make more room for the people that are coming for the animation stuff, if there's, if it's even full. But I don't think the room's going to fill up. I'm pretty sure it'll be a walk-in all day.
2: I do want to give a shout-out to the Masquerade, which is her- amazingly fun. I, I got to see the, the moderator who did the Masquerade. Um in WonderCon a, a year or two ago, and uh that that panel uh, that the event on Saturday night in ballroom twenty i think to my mind is gonna be uh one of the highlights i mean aside from the the grim supergirl legends of tomorrow flash arrow uh four four panel run um i think that's that's one of the fun points
1: okay. Um, I think you're right I don't think there's going to be a, a massive confluence between uh, the, the audiences it's definitely those three blocks of mm-hmm. uh, Once Upon a Time Vampire Diaries then the animation stuff uh, Grim seems like a very strange sit uh, in there, that could possibly have done uh, with being uh, before the animation and kept that kind of very much in, in one big block uh, then you're going to have the animation stuff and uh, then the the uh, the CW stuff um, I think it's going to be a long day uh, for those who are wanting to see the Supergirl, Legends Tomorrow, Flash and Arrow. Um, at the end of the day, it's fully stocked with the, the casts and uh, everyone that's uh, involved in those shows, but you are going to have to be in there from 11 to midday, and that queue is going to form, I suspect, relatively early. Um, so I suspect you better get used to watching Family Guy and American Dad uh, if you are. <laughs> Uh, if that's uh, something that appeals to you. Okay. Um, Tell you what, we'll go, uh, Samantha. Do you want to do uh, your room, and then I'll do Indigo and Hall H?
4: Sure. There's not a whole lot in 6BCF I'm I'm personally super excited about on Saturday. I got more distracted by 6A having Legends of the Hidden Temple at 11.15. uh, That (laughs) that I'm sure is going to be... A lot of fun. There's also a spotlight on Stan Lee in 6A at 1.45, so 6A is a bit more uh, interesting looking than BCF. But there is going to be um, a quick draw panel at 11.45. That could be fun for anyone who likes drawing. And then at 1 p.m. there's one about cartoon voices, so if you're interested in getting into voiceover work, that could be interesting. Uh, 4 p.m. BBC has Dirk Gently there, and Elijah Wood's going to be in attendance. Following that at 5.15 is uh, Robert Kirkman's Outcast. I know that there's a lot of, um, a bit of a following for that among the comic readers. I have read the comic. Uh, we actually did it for the San Diego Comic-Con Book Club uh, a month ago, two months ago. Um, so that was... An interesting read. It's good for anyone who likes Supernatural and that kind of stuff. It's a bit darker. Um, so it could be interesting to see. And if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, it's a chance to see Robert Kirkman. And then following that, there are some, uh, some other pilot screenings for Riverdale, Frequency, and then Time After Time from 6.30 all the way until about 9.30. Uh, for Frequency, again, for you Supernatural fans, Jeremy Carver is going to be there. He's going to be executive Producers. So I always like seeing panels like that where uh, there might be people you're interested in seeing in person, but it'll be easier to spot them there than it might be at a Supernatural panel.
1: Very true. Uh, The one thing I will say about Riverdale Frequency and Time After Time, these are three shows that are going to be shown on the uh, preview night uh, screenings. Uh, Don't forget, when it comes to the preview night screenings, it really is a case of a bloke shows up with a DVD puts it in the player and hit play. There is nothing else to it when it comes to the preview night screenings. This is where you will actually get to see cast, actually uh, interact and ask questions. Uh, but the, those three programs are the ones. So if you miss the preview night screenings, this is where you're going to get the chance to see them. Uh, the other things that you kind of missed out there, um, by the way, you started at 10.30 with uh, Forrest J. Ackerman's Centennial Celebration, uh, who is... Um, the uh, editor of the Famous Monsters of Film and Magazine. Very popular in terms of the the hardcore Comic-Con crowd. So uh, it's going to be hardly a full room, but you're going to get a hardcore older end of the audience uh, attending that. It's going to be very much an intense fandom uh, for that one. And the other show that you kind of missed out in the listing there was 4pm, which is Dirk Gently's. Holistic Detective Agency, which is where you'll at least be able to get the chance to uh, see Elijah Wood uh, floating around San Diego Comic-Con at least once as well. Um, If I was going to be interested to go and see this, uh, I'm conflicted about uh, this particular program because I am a massive uh, Douglas Adams fan. Um, The only downside is uh, Max Landers is involved and the man's a tit. Um, So it's a bit awkward, uh, but uh, I do want to see... Gently, but I'm just going to have to block out the fact that uh, Max Landis is involved, and at the end of the day, he will be in the room for this panel. Um, I'm not too sure if they're going to be showing um, a screen. Oh no, just have a look. Um, it doesn't say that they're going to be showing any kind. Of, uh, I think they'll be showing clips, but I don't, it doesn't actually uh, state that they'll be showing a, a screening of that particular uh, show. Um, your thoughts on that? Then on getting in for Outcast, is it something that you're going to be able to walk in for?
4: I don't think it would be too crazy. Um, I know it's popular in in my circle, sort of, but I don't know really how popular it is outside of that. Uh, In general, I don't think this day is going to be that packed, unless there are a ton of people that want to go see Frodo, um, which is possible. But I think there'll be uh, more attention elsewhere on this particular day, so it probably won't be too hard to to walk in okay. most of the time, maybe show up one panel early for anything, you know, be set. I, okay. I, I do
2: have to agree with you that it seems interesting that 6A seems to have taken a lot, of, and I hesitate to use the word taken, but it seems like a lot of the programming that's in 6A would normally have been in 6BCF, um, yeah. the pilot... The pilot for Timeless and Marvel Cup of Joe and Spotlight on Stan Lee—that's classic 6BCF draw fair—and it's it's surprising to me that they've that they've swapped those over and put the CW uh, pilots into 6BCF later on in the day.
1: I'm not I also going to be curious about the 6A when it comes to that Ash versus Evil Dead, which uh-huh. will always pull people out of uh, le- out of uh, the woodwork. Um, that's going to fill that room.
2: Yep. Oh, uh, Marvel Cup of Joe was, was packed when I saw it a year or two ago. Timeless looks really interesting. I'd love to see that pilot and Stan Lee. You
1: know? That's going to be, I think, yeah, 6A is going to be a pretty busy room from uh, start to finish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of chatter about the Legends of the Hidden Temple I have no idea what that is, but um, I'm, it sounds, a lot of people sound, seem excited for it. So there we go. Okay, um, let me quickly go through Indigo for Friday because I, we did kind of uh, miss it, so do apologise for that. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be at your animation day, um, and it's going to be packed, and it's going to be packed from the word go, and it's not going to stop being packed. And if you're thinking about getting into this room, um, start early. 10.15, uh, uh, Cartoon Network, Steven Universe. 12.15, uh, Robot Chicken. Uh, 1.15, Brad Neely's Hagnarlin Schlopo Plipo, which I've spent a good hour trying to uh, work out how to pronounce that. Uh, 2.15, Rick and Morty. 3.15, Samurai Jack. Uh, 4 o'clock is going to be Bob's Burgers. So you basically between 12.15 and uh, 340, uh 3.45 is all the Adult Swim stuff. Um, 4 o'clock is Bob's Burgers, uh, 5 o'clock is Archer, and then a nice big gap for them to turn around the room for the Will Eisner Comic Industry Awards. All of these shows have very similar audiences, and I suspect that, uh, I mean, from what I've been hearing, uh Steven Universe will fill that room. Uh, and there's Samantha nodding quite agreeing yeah. on yeah. that one and there's Devorah as well it's going to be a packed room from the word go and I think if you are wanting to be in that room prepare for yourself for a little bit of an early morning um, That and it's not going to be a great deal of turnaround you're not going to get um, a lot of people leaving in between panels if you're an animation fan this is your room uh, and that's going to be on the Friday uh, and on Saturday for Indigo uh, if I just uh, get myself down to uh, there Here we go. Right, starts at uh, 10 o'clock with We We Bear Bears panel, uh, followed by 11 by the Powerpuff uh, Powerpuff Girls, and then it takes a complete change of tone uh, between uh, 12 uh, o'clock. No, this actually this day is one of the most random I've I've seen. Uh, 12 o'clock is Blind Spot. 12:50 is The Originals. 11:30 is Lucifer. 12:10 is Gotham. Sat right there in the middle of it. Good grief. Uh, three o'clock is Sci-Fi's The Expanse. Four o'clock is The Magician's. Five uh, o'clock is Son of Zorn. Six p.m. is Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth, and then at seven o'clock is Sci-Fi's Incorporated, which is an exclusive screening of the uh, the new thriller, uh, which uh, is from Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, ben Affleck may show up because at the end of the day, he will be in town uh, for uh, Suicide Squad. So uh, this this may be your chance to see uh, Ben Affleck uh, up close and personal in Indigo. Um, it's very intense fandoms, but very much specific fandoms. Uh, so, for example, I don't see a great deal of uh, confluence between Powerpuff Girls and Blindspot. Yeah. Um, and I don't see a great deal of... Um, uh, uh, influence, uh, influence between the expanse and the magicians uh, so there is going to be um, a, a lot of I think a lot of turnaround uh, in this room but it is going to be something that if you are wanting to get into for a specific show you're looking at a panel to maybe a panel before to get in which is where blind spot fans are going to be very curious to see how they're going to do with Power of Birth Girls um, yeah that's going to be interesting Um but there we go. Then again, Powerpuff Girls, fans for that come out of the woodwork. So, uh, yeah, very curious to see how that's going to pan out. Uh, any of those panel rooms that have attracted your attention, uh, ladies, before I do Hall H?
2: Blindspot is, is you know, the magicians and Expanse, um, all three of those. And I'd love to see Lost Men on Earth, you know, all, all four of those. But I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to sit through some of the other the other things for it, but uh, Blindspot is definitely one of those hidden, you know, hidden picks. Um, so is Expanse and The, the Magicians, both sci-fi uh, shows, which are great.
1: Okay, uh, Devorah, is there anything that's kind of jumped out at you in any of the panel rooms?
3: Sure, uh, there's a Bear McCreary. Um, Panel and roommate. He's a composer. who's done music for Supernet uh, sorry, not for The Walking Dead, Battlestar Galactica, and Agents of Shield, among others. Um, and it's called Bear McCreary Creating Musical Worlds at 3:30. Um, I think that one would be interesting. He's great. So if you're into that, highly recommend.
1: Okay. Uh, I think we're pretty much moving moving on to our hidden picks then. So um, Alyssa? Um for the Saturday, anything that's uh, any of the smaller rooms that has attracted your attention?
2: Yes. Um, absolutely. The uh the Star Trek the Roddenberry Vault, um, apparently there was a lot of um Documents that were um, not revealed to the public before, and they've recently been um, opened up, and uh, people are going through them. They're going apparently they're going to be uh, showing some of the the documents that uh, Star Trek documentation, Roger Lay, uh, Rod Roddenberry and the son of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry um, are going to reveal never-before-seen clips and photos from some of the Star Trek's most beloved episodes. So it might give you a, a new twist on some of the TOS stuff that uh, we've all grown up with and loved. That's going to be at 1230 in room 5AB, so I'm looking forward to that. Investing in original art is another pick. Of mine it at 10:30 in 24 ABC. A lot of people have talked about to me about um, my artwork on the walls and um, you know how to, how to pick a good piece of art that's something that's going to hold its value. I think that's a valuable panel. Another one is pterodactyl Blockbuster film effects on a shoestring budget is going to be at one o'clock in pacific twenty three north tower at the mmm um, how to do uh you know how to do effects on with cheap amount of money it's the guys that did a movie indie monster comic pterodactyl so it you know they're, they're really doing it so it should be interesting to see what what they're doing there's a couple of science panels. Um, NASA and Angry Birds on a Journey to Mars in Room 5AB at 1.30, and Trek Talks, Star Trek and NASA Boldly Go at 6 p.m. in Room 5AB. Both of those sound fun from the, the, the science viewpoints. And then we've got a couple of comic panels, uh, Creating Universes at 11.30 a.m. at the Horton Grand Theater. This is with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, he hosts an A-list panel of creators, including Len Nguyen. Um And I'm reading through it. <laughs> right, here's Rob Pryor and live painting exhibits during the panel. So Neil deGrasse Tyson is enough for me just to want to go to that panel regardless. Uh, Vigilante Justice at uh, 4 o'clock in room 29AB. Uh, this is going to be tales of regular people talking the law to, into their own hand, taking the law into their own hands, having been a staple of comics from the beginning. Um, And then following that is Darren Cook, a tribute at 8 p.m. in room 25 ABC.
1: That's going to be an emotional panel. And I think you're going to find a lot of people from the old school comics creators guard. I think that's going to be a panel where you're going to be seeing some um, famous faces in the audience because the man was beloved. Um, He was very uh, aggressive on occasion. But the man instilled a lot of passion. That's going to be that's going to be a panel which, like the Eisners, is going to be where you're going to be seeing some star spotting, especially in the audience, because that, that's going to be a, an, an emotional panel.
2: And it's it's um, in conflict with the Eisners. But of course. Yes.
0: What
1: else?
2: <laughs> um, Jimmy Palamati is going to be uh, hosting that one. Is moderating that one. Uh, Mike Al. Al, Al Red, Scott, uh, okay, I'm giving up on names, guys, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just give, <laughs> anyway, take a look at the at the lineup for some of these things, because, you know, if you find some extra time during the day, and you're thinking about, you know, any of these things, it's a great way to sit back and relax without stress of having a queue up for Ballroom 20, Hall H, okay.
1: so, right, um- we're kind of running out of time, so let's let's really really move on with it. Um, uh, Devora, if you want to do your um, uh, hidden picks, please before I do a whole age. For
3: for Sunday, there's so no 4:20. Sat-
1: have you done your Saturdays? Oh
3: yeah, well, I'm done with Saturday.
1: Done with Saturday. <laughs> uh, Samantha, did you do that?
3: <laughs> I have just a couple. Um,
4: in 24 ABC at 8:30 p.m., Mystery Science Theater has their panel, which I'm sure is going to be a laugh riot. Um, I'm excited to try to get to that one, and then uh, also in 7A, B at 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. There are two big Image Comics panels. The first one is called Riffing on Reality, and Matt Fraction's going to be there and Joshua Williamson. So they create two of my favorite comics from Image. And then at 2 p.m. there's a spotlight on Jamie McElvey. and uh, the uh, moderator for the panel is going to be Karen Gillan. <laughs> That man
1: is going to be everywhere this year, by the sounds exactly. of it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, when I actually first approached him for my panel, he said, I haven't got much planned for Comic-Con this year. <laughs> everyone just sort of like went and went to him and just said, do you want to show up at mine? He just went, yeah, go on then. I think, he, <laughs> I think he's just agree His dance card has gotten very, very full, uh, this particular Comic-Con. Uh, for me, uh, my two picks uh, for uh, before I do Hall H, um, would be on uh, Room 5AB, which is one thirty two thirteen. NASA, and Angry Birds on a Journey to Mars. I'm sorry, but just having those two in the same title just <laughs> in, intrigues the hell out of me. Um, Romeo, creators of Am- Angry Birds and NASA Talent, discussed their collaboration and the millions of people it reached. What a bizarre panel. Just for that alone.
2: And the science guys on that panel are absolutely hilarious. I've seen them before. The Mohawk guy, who's the flight system engineer. I mean, if you work for NASA and you've got a Mohawk, you
1: got to be funny. Well, to me, I'm... I've seen the guy, and, yeah, he's, he's very funny, but I don't think the Mohawks is a big draw. I mean, that's just like having a guy show up wearing a duck tie. Come on. Uh, so let's go. For, and then my other big one is uh, Rogues, Half-Elves, and Magic Missile, a beginner's guide to Dungeons and Dragons. Come on. Let's, let's get on with it. This is awesome. Not only that, but it's also a, a, a new part of the, uh, the con that I've never actually been to, which is going to be at the Marriott Marquis Marina, between 12 and 1 uh, in the North Tower, Pacific 24. Uh, if you have no idea what a tiefling is, or if you don't know the difference between a warlock and a wizard, uh, if you've been wanting to slay some ogres, this is a how-to panel on how to do Dungeons and & Dragons. And Dungeons and & Dragons needs to come back, man. It needs... Dungeons and Dragons. A, D, and D, man. I stand up and defend that. So there we go. Right, so that's my choosing for the Saturday. Let's get this out of the way, then. Hall H. This is going to be a room which um, if you are wanting to uh, do Hall H and if you just fancy popping by and seeing if you can get in, this ain't going to be the day for you. Uh, it's an early start. It's from the word go, and it doesn't hold, it don't it doesn't let up. Uh, you've got the two big bookmark uh, panels, of course. 11:30 uh, till 1:30 is Warner Brothers Pictures, which, uh, while it doesn't actually determine what those uh, are going to be, uh, you do have um, the Suicide Squad team uh, in uh, the in town. And the last time they did a Warner Brothers DC thing, they made a very big thing of the DC universe. They'll be wanting to kind of get some of that uh, fan love back after the divisive um, uh, reception to Batman versus Superman, but you do have Suicide Squad. You do have uh, the possibility of finding out about what's happened to the rest of the slate, such as Green Lantern Corps, uh, such as Cyborg. All of that's going to be happening uh, in that particular panel. It's going to be a very big panel, considering it is only, what, uh, two hours? It's going to be packed uh, from there. You do have, um, as part of Comic-Con's celebration of Star Trek, it's the 50th anniversary, and it's uh, very much dedicated to the uh, next-gen and original series. So you do have William Shatner, Scott McCooler, Michael Dorn, Jerry Ryan, and Brent Spiner uh, in a conversation moderated by Brian Fuller. Um, Also, uh, Brian Fuller is the executive producer of the new series. So you may be seeing uh, some concept art Unlikely you'll see footage at this point, because at this I understand it's still in uh, very early pre-production, but you may see some interesting things about the future of Star Trek. Uh, The panel which got released, or details released this week, which I'm fascinated and uh, excited about, is the 30th anniversary of Aliens, uh, purely because you're going to be having James Cameron in the building, Gail Ann Hurd, Sigourney Weaver... Bill Paxton, Lance Hamilton, Michael Bean, and Paul Reiser. It's not listed there, but you've also got um, Carrie Hahn as well, who played Newt in Aliens. So it's pretty much all the top flighters from Aliens. Um, it's still a film which uh, is beloved. Uh, if you've not seen it, well, more fool you. Uh, it's just a, a great film, and this is going to be a fantastic way to celebrate it. And you'll also possibly find out more about um, the uh just what the future of Aliens may be, because James Cameron is very much uh, involved in the, uh, the the continuation of the uh, the franchise. Uh, following that is a panel which a lot of people get very confused about why it's in Hall H, but I personally think it belongs in there. Uh, if only as a kind of uh, palette cleanser uh, between the big panels, uh, top and bottom, this is the Entertainment Weekly Women Who Kick Ass panel. Um, very divisive uh, in terms of whether it belongs there. And the tone of the uh, the panels in previous years, it did turn very aggressive about two uh, years ago. But uh, last year was very much about uh, the struggle to actually just get the work done. Uh, some great uh, talent on uh, stage, Marina Baccarin, uh Melissa Benoit for Supergirl, Lucy Lawless, Tatiana Maslany from *Orphan Black*, so if you missed the *Orphan Black* panel, this might be the the way to get to see her. And Connie Nielsen from *Wonder Woman* and also from uh, *Gladiator* as well. I personally like this panel. Um, I think it's a. a, I agree with um, uh, with Eddie Ibrahim that it's a topic that needs to be seen by as many people as possible, and it is very much a. a, I think it's a panel worth watching. Um, So if you, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. And then you have Marvel Studios between uh, 5.30 and 6.45 last year. It was the massive Fox uh, panel to wrap things up on the Saturday. Now it's Marvel's turn. Kevin Feige is going to be in town. He's hosting this panel and he will be presenting Guardians of the Galaxy, which is confirmed, or Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Doctor Strange. Nothing confirmed about cast who's showing up, certainly for Doctor Strange, so we don't know if Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be showing up. But considering there's going to be a panel on the Sunday, which we're going to talk about in a second, you never know. So, and then to wrap things up between seven and eight thirty, it's Kevin Smith. Um, it's uh, always a fun show. Um, it, the guy knows how to hold a room and have. He, he's done it for long enough. You know what to expect, and he's just always fun to watch. Um, with this panel, there's not going to be a great deal of turnaround. Possibly around the uh, women who kick ass. Possibly the Warner Brothers. If you have a very intense Warner Brothers fan um fandom, but it's going to be one of those where if you are wanting to be front and centre, front third, you're in for a, either an early start or a camp out. It's as simple as that. Um there's very little in the way of turnaround, uh, purely because people will just want to camp in all age. And that's exactly how it works. Um anything you want to contribute? Anything I've gotten wrong there, girls? Um no, not, nothing of shaking your head to Devora. I mean, no. any, anything that uh, interests you? That, I mean, could is there anything there that could tempt you into all this?
3: Oh uh, no, I mean everything sounds great, but I just my line camping days are far behind me, so <laughs> I don't think so.
2: <laughs> I said that last year, and the Star Trek panel happened, and the Marvel panel happened, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So yes, there is a lot tempting in Hall H.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. I mean, Samantha, is it uh, is so, is is Hall H something that kind of appeals?
4: Oh yeah, I'm I am I have 100% been planning on camping out for Hall H Saturday for at least two months now. Like I am ready. I know what I'm packing. We <laughs> you know we've got we've got a plan.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. um... We have yet to find out how the wristbands are going to work, when they're going to get distributed, we can only, only hope that it's going to be sooner rather than later in the day, and not some god-awful hour like 1 or 3 o'clock in the morning like it was last year, but we will find out hopefully about that this week, Uh, but when it comes to Hall H, if you're wanting to do it on the Saturday, it's going to be the focus of your day, and if possible, the day before as well, so... Keep that in mind. Um we have had one oh, hang on, um Alyssa.
2: Uh, given the fact that there is so much else going on on Friday night with the Eisners and uh, the Funko, the Funko party and Conan and everything else that's going on, I can only hope that they're sensitive to what other people have planned to do. I know that there's a bunch of people who want to go see Sharknado, for example. <laughs> so let's you know, let's hear, let's hope that they hear us and are uh, responsive.
1: Fair enough. Okay, um, let's go for Hidden Gems of the Saturday. Oh, we've done Hidden Gems. We've done it all. I think we've pretty much covered Saturday. It's just going to be a very big, busy day for a lot of people. Even the smaller stuff, there's so much to see. It is just going to be a a treat uh, for wherever you want to go. It's just just so much uh, to do. But like I say, Hall H is going to be one of those things that if you are wanting to do, it, it's going to be your primary focus. There's no uh jumping in and out of that particular uh, hall, unfortunately. So there we go. Um let's just go through a couple of the com uh, comics. Uh comments, sorry. Andy Bebact uh saying think they will also bring Fantastic Beasts to Hall H on Saturday. Um, I I agree. Um, if anything because they need to maintain the interest in um Harry Potter. Obviously the uh the the live show the, the live um, theatre experience has shown that there's still uh, an intense fandom but that this is still an unknown quantity and I think you're right they do need to get a, a lot of go- a goodwill so I think you're right they will be bringing um, uh, a fantastic beast a uh, good point as Green Key this is regarding the uh, the Friday Steven Universe will be huge this year I think you're absolutely right that's um, that's a, that's definitely a given
4: it's a musical panel. Sorry? It's all a musical panel. It's every, the whole thing is going to be songs from the show and the, car- the voice actors singing their songs and Rebecca Sugar going to be there playing everything. I just can't. I, I want to meet her so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we've also got, I had a comment about the Big Bang Theory. Apparently um, uh, Raj and um, uh, Penny uh, showed up last year. Um, they appeared at uh, MCM Comic Con this year so they kind of definitely do come as a couple uh, when it comes to uh, appearing at uh, conventions um so yes they have had cast in the past then again they're not as paid as much as uh as the uh, the top 3 so you know they need the cash uh so yes. that's why they that's why they show up they they, they they're not flying around in the gold lined learjet that they've all bought each uh so they they don't they they'll be showing up who knows um let's have a look. Uh, Andy back looking forward to Rivendale. And, um, uh, Utah, uh, Zoo, uh, the colony had a great presence at SDC last year. Uh, last year. Yes, they did. Um, but, um, I'm still wondering if that presence has uh, led on to the actual, uh, a strong audience. So that's uh, a, a, a nice um, point, but I don't think it's actually translated. Uh, to uh, a, a lasting audience, so I'm very curious to see how the colony actually uh, works as a panel. Right, um, let's do the panels that were announced today. Then for Sunday, wrapping up San Diego Comic Con. So we'll start with uh, Devora. Um, Hello. Uh. This is going to be awkward. This is going to be, I know, this is going to be very, very awkward because we've had a glance well. at Sundays already. This is going to okay. be okay. Well, so. <laughs> Go for it.
3: I, yeah. There's nothing, well, there's nothing in Ballroom 20. It's closed on Sunday, but um, I think I might want to check out, uh, there's a Rube Goldberg panel, um, which I'm not sure if you guys know what it is, but uh, he's a he's a cartoonist. <laughs> it says, best known for his comical inventions that use overly complicated chain reactions to c- complete simple tasks. Um They're going to have home movies and uh, anecdotes about him. I don't know. I think that sounds like an interesting one. That's going to be at 10 o'clock in 29AB.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, if you have a look through the – I mean, this is also – that's a panel that's also been picked out by uh, uh, Angela Copley as well. Uh, It's also going to be with his uh, granddaughter and some home movies and uh, never-before-seen images, great old-school stuff. Uh, So, yeah, it sounds like a fascinating panel. We've been talking about hidden gems throughout the course of the show and Sunday just seems to be full of them. It's just wall to wall hidden gems. I mean, is there any rooms that have, I know that we haven't had the chance to really kind of get into it, but any rooms that you can find yourself uh, being attracted to Divora, on the Sunday?
3: I haven't had a chance to look at it enough to really say. I, I think I may actually go to Hall H on Sunday uh, if I can. Uh, uh, yes. I'm not sure if it's going to be a walk-in, but probably maybe after Sherlock it'll be a walk-in.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna cover that in a second. Um, yeah. 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 Indeed. Um, so yeah, I mean, is there any rooms that have kind of jumped out in the initial kind of glance over,
0: uh, Samantha?
4: Uh yeah, and there's not a whole lot in uh six BCF. There are two world premieres of DC animated shows, DC Superhero Girls and Batman Unlimited. And then at two o'clock in BCF is Anything Goes with John Berman, which I'm sure would be a really, really funny panel, a good way to if if you have to leave early, that might be a good a good last hurrah. And then at three fifteen is the Buffy musical once more with Gilling Sing Along. Um, as well, I don't know uh, if Landau plus a surprise guest are going to be there. So Drusilla uh, from Buffy will be there. Um, that, that will be fun to see her. Uh, so that looks interesting. There are a couple of other things aside from that. There's a I what room it's in at 2 p.m. Also, same time as anything goes with John Berriman, there is a, a panel with Emily Carroll in room 4. Uh, she does really, really good horror comics, and I just love her work. It's very raw, and uh, I don't know. She she doesn't sugarcoat anything, and the messages that she, she tries to bring out through her horror stories are just beautiful. I love her work. Um, and there's one other one with Graham Mason, the showrunner from Orphan Black at 10.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's called How to Create Your Own Novel. And that is in room eight. So again, another chance if you want to see one of the writers, showrunners from one of your favorite shows. If you missed the Orphan Black panel, you can go see him there at 10:30 a.m. in eight.
1: Yeah, I'm just finding that it's just a lot of uh, comic and animation. It's just, I mean, again, like we said at the top of the show, um, anyone who feels that uh, San Diego Comic Con doesn't service the comics community in terms of its programming they clearly don't have a clue what they're talking about because it's just nothing but and on the sunday it's just lots of this is going to be one of those where you're just going to be able to wander around and find loads of little things to do either if panels are not for you then you've got the exhibition floor to kind of get those final last minute deals but this is just lot i mean it's just lots of little gems across the board i mean just scrolling through Room Twenty Five ABC. Camp out with Lumberjanes uh, to ten a.m. If you've not read Lumberjanes, it's a stunning book. Uh, Shannon Waters is going to be involved in that. Um, it's just a, it's just a brilliant comic. It's just uh, fantastic. And I'm, like I say, I'm just scrolling through. Um, Alyssa, is there anything that's kind of jumped out at you?
2: Um the talk back panel is always a highlight. Um well I I have to think that after uh what went down with the hotel this year that that it's going to be a packed room with um a line out the door to answer ask questions. The other one that I'm liking is uh, the Jack Kirby panel because that always attracts um some really neat historical uh funny funny stories because he is such a larger than life character um w- with regards to that, but there's also the spotlight on matt fraction, which is um going to be hosted by moderator dave brothers um Matt fraction has right has been the writer of Hawkeye and Thor and a host of other acclaimed marvel books um there's, uh so those those are mine personal but there's um, a few others uh, from some of our, our other our, our other fans of the uh, how to build an your own r2d2 in room 30 CBE which sounds Absolutely fun at, at noon. And, uh, geek-tastic careers in video games. This is like not for the technological minded, but for people who just, who want to be involved in the, who want to have a career in the, the, the geek world, but don't have the, aren't high level programmers. (laughs) Like, like myself. So that one might be something to get, to check out. That's in 29AB at 4 o'clock. And, of course, the John Barrowman panel.
1: (laughs) Yes, if you uh, haven't heard, that he will be hosting the Eisners this year, so that's going to be a fun way to see him in full flight. But this is going to be just John on stage. And considering that I think at a recent panel, at a recent con, he did it in drag, hey, this is John Barrowman. The the, the guy doesn't, doesn't not know how to be entertaining. It's as simple as that. Um, for myself, there's a whole bunch on the Sunday which kind of attract my attention, and I'm <laughs> gonna be slightly screwed to see a lot of them, uh, because they are conflicting. Uh, the 20th anniversary of DC's Birds of Prey, uh, so you are gonna be having Gail Simone and Chuck Dixon, uh, in the room for that. That's room 28DE at 2pm. Uh, there was, and I'm trying to, I'm scrolling through and trying to find it. Like I say, the Emily Carroll, um is uh, gonna be a, a fun uh, panel. Um, I'm trying to see. It was in there, and I'm now completely losing it. But there was a uh, panel which is a um, a spotlight on Jamie McKelvey, who is the artist for The Wicked Divine. He's basically the uh, the other half, the double, the 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 partner in crime for uh, Kieran Gillen. Um, very, very um, cool artist. Um, I'm very curious to – well, that's just – he's a special guest this year, and it's very well-deserved, and uh, very curious to see how that – if I can, if anyone can spot that. And, uh, that,
4: you- one's on, that, that one's on
1: Saturday, actually. Um, oh, the, on Sa- I do apologize. Okay.
4: No, the one that you're talking about, I think, is Image Comics, Tomorrow's Comics Today. It's in 7AB, and Jamie McElvey is also going to be there.
1: Right. Uh, I did actually see – there is a uh, spotlight on him. There's a dedicated panel.
4: Yeah, so. it
1: it's in um where'd it go? I was just looking at it. That one is Oh no, is in, it's at room seven
4: A B. Yeah, it's just on Saturday. Yeah.
1: Yeah on the Saturday oh sorry, it's at two PM. Right, in that case the, the big highlights for the uh, programming for Saturday then. Um well I'll tell you what, um Devorah, did we do your Oh no, you said you hadn't had a good good look yet. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, uh in that case I think the the, the for me, the, the the main highlights are Hall H, of which there's only three panels. Um, it's a 10 o'clock start for Sherlock, um, which w- the listing for it uh, says that they're going to be having uh, Amanda Abison- Abington, which I didn't even know she was actually going to be showing up in town, so that's cool. Uh, Mark Gatiss, uh, Stephen Moffat, so, uh, Sue Virtue, moderated by Chris Hardwick, but like I say... Um, we don't know if Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in town for uh, Doctor Strange. Admittedly, however, thinking on, uh, when he has supposedly appeared for uh promo for Doctor Strange, it's been phoned in or it's done the video screen thing. So we don't know. It has not been announced. But Steve Moffat's always uh, entertaining, uh, as is Mark Gatiss. Amanda Abington. Um, I'm a massive fan of hers, so... Uh, that's going to be cool. It is going to be a very packed room. It's it's definitely going to be, even if it's all age, it is going to be full, and you're going to be looking at an early start for that. But you are then also looking at a bit of a turnaround for the rest of the uh, the day. Supernatural at 11.15, and at 12.30, you're looking at Prison Break and 24 Legacy. Um, now, as far as I'm aware, uh, no, I didn't think so. Um, you've got Wentworth Miller and uh, Dominic Purcell, uh, Sarah Wayne Callis, and Robert Nepper for uh, Prison Break. And you've got um, Corey Hawkins, Miranda Otto, and Jimmy Smith for um, 24 Legacy. As far as I'm aware, um, Kifer Sutherland is not appearing in San Diego this year. But with uh, Comic-Con, you just never know, do you? It's just it's so far up in here. But either way, uh, I do think that for Supernatural and for the remainder of the panels, it may be a walk-in. Uh, does anyone agree with me on that one? Mm. Oh, Samantha's not too sure.
4: <laughs> Possibly.
1: Possibly. <laughs> it's just something we're going to have to keep an eye on, is it?
4: Yeah, I think so. The supernatural is <laughs> always a little unpredictable. <laughs> okay.
1: Devorah, what's, what's your thoughts? Oh, Devorah? <laughs> oh, we've got no sound.
3: Yeah. How about now? better
1: that's a little bit better yeah. okay
3: <laughs> yes uh i think after sherlock it'll be a walk-in um i'm not sure if sherlock will be or not
1: sherlock i don't think will be a walk-in at all <laughs> no. uh, but I'm, I'm already hearing words about people wanting to camp out for that panel um really? yeah i think that will also um definitely be determined by um who shows up on stage at marvel on the uh on the Saturday. Um, because yeah. If um, Benedict Cumbie Witch shows up, uh, then, yes, Cuc- yeah, Cucumberwitch. Uh, if he shows up, <laughs> then it's going to be rammed. It's just going to be absolutely packed. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's going to be a, a busy day. But the one panel that I don't think uh, we've mentioned yet, which is the highlight for my day on the Sunday... If I can just find it. At 3 o'clock in 6 DCE. To wrap up your com- uh, to wrap up your San Diego Comic Con. Animaniacs Live.
0: <laughs> Come on! Let's
1: do this. Uh, Rob Paulson, Tres McNeil and Jez Hartnell, along with series songwriter Randy Rogel, uh, doing the songs from, uh, Animaniacs. Which means you're gonna be getting, um, countries of the world. You're gonna get uh, solar system please tell me you're going to do quake quake is just a classic It's look this is just going to be a stunning panel uh, it's between 3 and 4 uh, in room DCE it's not the biggest room at all so um, I, I imagine that will fill up reasonably nicely and like I say it's I think that's just going to be a really fun panel I think it's a toss up between that and Buffy uh, to wrap up your con in my opinion I think that's, that's my take on it um right.
2: Funny little story. I uh, loved Animaniacs when it came out uh, years ago, and my son walks up to me a couple of days ago, and is, or last month, and said, you know, and he's watching the anime. And he goes, this is pretty good. And I was like, yeah, when it came out, it was a great show. And he was like, what? Mom, what? <laughs> so I may I mean, join yeah. you in the Animaniacs panel.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, as a DJ, um, this is where I possibly... Embarrass myself. I actually finish on the Solar System song uh for my DJ sets. If anything for the line where they go through the entire solar system and then um I uh, think it's Wacko turns around and goes, You forgot Uranus. Sorry, that's as good as my Liverpool accent gets. You forgot Uranus. Good night everybody. I'm sorry, but you don't get gags like that. It's just brilliant. Uh, so no I'm I'm very I'm excited for that. Um Devorah, thoughts on Sunday, having looked – I mean, have you had had the chance to very quickly glance through?
3: Um, Well, aside from the Rube Goldberg panel, um, there's uh, in 25 ABC – sorry, 25 ABC at uh, 1 o'clock, 50-year Mission, Star Trek Then and Now, Then Now and Beyond, um, which is going to have, I guess, anecdotes from – Uh, people that have been involved with the show for a long time, stories from the past of the show. So that might be a fun one too.
1: Yeah. I think that's going to be an interesting room uh, because, like I say, it starts with Lumberjanes. Um, I quite like the idea of the one at 12 o'clock, how and why kids started reading comics again. Uh, uh, We've recently had um, Indie Comics Day here in the UK, and there was very much a a strong element on getting the kids (laughs) reading comics again. So I'm very much excited about that considering you've got Rena, Telemiger and uh, Eva Volin involved. So I, I'm very curious about that panel. And then, like you say, the 50-year uh, the mission. And then Cover Story, which talks about the, um, what it actually takes to put a great comics cover together. And you've got Howard Shakin, Babs Tarr, uh, Paul Galacey in there, uh, Scott Shaw, moderated by Mark Evanier. These, these are powerhouse artists. Yeah. So that's going to be a really cool panel. So yeah, 25 ABC looked very very strong.
2: I also um, kind of am interested in historical comics. It's a, a a panel that I that I just love. I love being able to take uh, historical scenes and work them into a comic form and bring them to the new the newer younger. Folks, I I think that's a absolutely fascinating. That's in 28 DE yeah. at one o'clock. That's
1: you've got Durf back Durf in there and Kate Beaton as well. They're always always mm-hmm. fun. Kate Beaton especially. She's very funny. She, she she's an excellent panelist. So yeah, it's looking like uh, I mean I don't think there's much in terms of stuff outside of Hall H and possibly Anime Maniacs. You're going to be queuing up for. There's going to be a lot of stuff you can just wander into this is definitely a kind of like your um your taster day and you can just kind of (laughs) wander around i think um devora what do you think you're kind of pulling a face there
3: no i have company um behind the computer (laughs) (laughs) sorry
1: i thought she was disagreeing with me then (laughs) i was going to dive into it okay
3: sorry no you're right i agree with you
1: okay
2: I have to admit, this morning I was a little bit depressed because I realized that in two weeks it will be the Sunday of Comic Con, yeah. which is always, uh, yeah. Anyway, so no, no need to, to dwell on that. Uh, we could move on to a week in television, and I'll say, "Mr. Robot" on Wednesday. Yay! <laughs>
1: so. Okay. So there you go. Um, so, sorry, what was that you wanted to say again, Alyssa? M- Mr. Robot on Wednesday. Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you, you cut out a bit there. No, is-
2: no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not going to do it a third time. Okay. But they did just do a marathon, so I I was able to catch a couple of episodes of that yesterday. So what are you looking forward to the most, Leonard? For the for um, which panels are you looking forward to the most for uh, next?
0: of the kind um i think it's going to be i think it's the smaller panels i really do i mean i've turned around and said that i didn't want to do hall h again
1: or didn't want to do the lining up for hall h again but hall h looks so strong um i don't know how the hell i'm going to do it with all the other stuff that's uh, uh, coming out i mean people have been talking about it, there's, str- there's weaker days, there's stronger days, but I think there's gems littered throughout. As always with Comic Con, I mean, we we always talk about this. Oh, it's going to be this. Uh, it's a, a weaker day, and then we get to the end of the day, and we've filled it with some amazing stuff or stuff that we haven't discovered before. So um, I, I think, I to be honest, when it comes to the actual con itself, all I'm focused right now is my own panel because I want that to work. I I rather would like that to go well Um, I don't want there to be a small I don't want to be the one where everyone turns around and goes well, that one was crap Um, (laughs) so I actually want to have a a half decent panel I think we've got some good panelists, I think we've got an interesting subject, so I'm just concentrating on mine Um, I think I'm more excited about the panels than the exclusives The, the exclusives this year have been particularly weak for me um entertainment earth stuff's been tapped um but that's just between me and you um <laughs> the funko ones there's some in there but nothing's really kind of it's not at the level of that kind of you know the two two for batman versus superman that came out last year there's nothing that's really stirring my juices but i don't know i mean Devorah what's your take on this year's con in terms of the programming, is there anything – is it strong for you? Um,
3: Friday, I think. Um, I'm excited for some of the stuff in Ballroom 20 for sure. I, I, I could always watch the stuff that's in Hall H if I could get in there. But uh, since I don't, uh, yeah, Ballroom 20 on Friday. And the rest of it, I think I may just do smaller – there are so many interesting smaller panels that I may just try to do that the rest of the time.
1: There's lots of little gems. I agree. Uh, Samantha, is, I mean, you like you say you've been going for a couple of years now. I mean, how's this lineup kind of compare to previous years for you?
4: I mean, I think this Sunday lineup is definitely one of the most exciting ones I've seen so far since I've been going. There's actually stuff that I would be really sorry to miss on Sunday. Usually, we end up doing one or two things and then we kind of just relax, maybe take a nap. Go get a nice meal, Um, but but that's it. But this year I wanna I wanna be in panels the whole day. (laughs) I don't think that's ever happened before. Um, But in general, I mean, I'm really excited for the Marvel panel. We can swing it. But if not, there's just there's so many things every day. I have a solid plan ABC pretty much already set for every single day, and that's not including off sites and possibly trying for some autograph signing. There's so much to do. I can't. This yes. year is going to be really crazy. I think this is going to be the the most packed year I've had so far.
1: Okay. I know that we've been going for two over two hours now, so we'll let everyone get off and enjoy the rest of their Sunday. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about Comic-Con, today is like Christmas Day for you because you've got all the schedules to go through and you do have the unofficial blogs uh, takedown of uh, Saturday and Sunday as well. So do tune in with their show a little bit later, later on today or tonight um let's go very quickly through a couple of the comments that have come through in fact let's go through as many of them as we can because uh, this is possibly going to be the last one we do of these with comments uh janine lucaro very good point now that we've got the programming out of the way let's bring on nerd hq information absolutely let's uh, see if that's going to get nailed down i guarantee there are plenty of phone calls going backwards and forwards uh, as of today uh, on Sunday, uh, Janine DeCaro says again, anything goes with John Barrowman will be a must. Erin um, Lynn. Hello, Erin. Uh, hello to my roomies. Uh, oh, apparently. Who, who's Erin staying with? Is that any of you two? Oh, oh staying with, with Deborah. <laughs> with like. oh, um, Saying that a shell-up panel uh, will require... Oh, will that require an overnight camp? It's more of a question. Bloody good question. Um, Maybe. Maybe. Um, I think it's either going to be an overnight camp or a very, very early morning. It's all dependent now on uh, Saturday. It's depending on whether Benedict shows up for the Saturday panel. If he does, then you will be leaving Hall H on the Saturday and getting into a line uh, because it's going to be packed for Sherlock. Um, admittedly, uh, that will be if you want to get front and centre. As always with the, the whole H-line, if you want to get front and centre, that's when you're going to make, make the massive investment. It's the getting in the room bit. That's where we're trying to make our, determine the uh, the interest. So I would certainly say an early morning for, uh, for Sherlock. Jason Coe, remind your listeners, absolutely, to print out your confirmation emails, mm-hmm. pre-order receipts, off-site event tickets and that everything else before going to Comic-Con cell reception isn't always reliable. You're absolutely right. Um, Michael P is asking about the parties. I have never been able to get into one, so I've never even discussed it. So go to any other forum or go to Twitter to ask about the parties because I can't answer that at all. Uh, he does, however, say uh, OMG Pinky in the Brain. I'm telling you the Animaniacs, Animaniacs panel is going to be absolutely rammed. Um Angela Copley, again I want to see the bones panel especially since most of the cast will be there it's usually just David and Emily and a showrunner type this definitely seems like an, uh, a kind of an an end of season or end of series panel it seems like it's all wrapping up. Um Gina, um just hoping that uh, Janine uh just hoping that whatever jerk has just threatened John Barrowman and caused him to can- cancel his panel at Montreal Comic-Con is caught, so we don't have to have, have this happen at Comic-Con at San Diego. Although I'm sure, sure CCI can provide additional security. I've never been to Montreal, I don't know the size of it, I don't know what arrangements they have, but that is that is just terrible situation to be in. But I think with uh, San Diego, he's in He's in good company, so who knows? Um, uh, Shatner is possibly going to be at the 50th anniversary panel. This is green key. It's possible. Uh, but um, it's just down to what William Shatner arranges to do at this point. Right. Um, I think that's pretty much uh, as many as we can uh, talk about. And I think we'll just let everyone get off and enjoy the rest of their Sunday now. I'd like to thank my uh, guests for joining us and for putting up for two and a half hours of kind of talking with me. Um, Alyssa Franks, thank you very much indeed. Where can people find you online, Alyssa?
2: Friends of CC dot com forward slash forum we've got a great blog where we've summated a lot of those hidden gems i mentioned you can get specific and dive into the information on the blog um, it's called hidden gems and you can also find them via our twitter feed which is um at friends of cci
1: okay um excellent stuff uh, devora where can people find you
3: uh, friendsofcc.com slash forum, um, Devorah on the forum, and at dlisnoff on Twitter. That's Thanks. it.
1: Devora, thank you so much for coming along. Uh, you've re- I mean, you, you know your panels, you know how the, 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 the Comic-Con works, and it's just been a pleasure having you on. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Excellent.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: No worries. And last but not least, thank you very much indeed for Samantha Maybe for joining us. N- you would have to join us on the longest show we've really done. Ever. Ever. <laughs> this has been an epic show. Uh, maybe Effort. we could split this down into two shows next year uh, and uh, take a cue from uh, the unofficial blog. But thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, where can people find you online?
4: Uh, I am Samantha Maybe on Google Plus and on Twitter. And in the Friends of Comic Con forums, I'm just Sam, maybe. I truncated it there. Uh yeah, I have I don't have much content on my Google Plus yet. I just made it. But if you have any questions for me, you can certainly ask there. I'd be happy to probably point you to Leonard or um, the SDCC blog if I don't know the answer myself. Um, but yep, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been it's fun. Great
1: been a pleasure thank you very much indeed for coming along uh, my name's been Len Sultana you can find me online at EnglishmanSDCC or if you search uh, at the social medias for an Englishman in San Diego just to wrap up with a couple of comments and questions that have come in on Twitter just to kind of literally finish this up uh, Philip Kenny uh, on uh, uh, Twitter has asked do you think it would be possible to go to Warner Brothers in a Hall Age leave and come back before Marvel <laughs> not a chance in hell sir <laughs> Not a rem- <laughs> not a chance in hell. Uh, no, that line is just going to be too rammed for that. Uh, you, if you want in Marvel, you start in the beginning of uh, the. Doc
2: Strange, I just uh, come on, Doc Strange. That's that's what's getting me about the Marvel lineup. Yeah, uh, I,
1: yeah. Dude, no, it's not. It's not. You, no. Like we said earlier, if you want to do whole H on Saturday, you commit to it. That's the way it goes. And the last one, actually, this was uh, harking back to what Samantha was saying. Uh, this is from Nick Ta, or Nick Tay, uh, T A. Uh, how early should we line up to attend the Mona panel uh, in Room 6A for the Art of Story on Thursday? Uh, I don't think there is much in the way of uh, possibly lining up for that one. Do you think?
4: It's pretty early in the day, so I would plan to get there maybe when the uh, when the hall opens uh, just to be safe. But I think you'd be able to get into the panel, like just barely get into the room. Maybe if you're there, the panel before, but yeah. since it is earlier in the day, maybe plan to be there from first thing in the morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be looking at um, the panel before for that, I think as well. Right. I think we've covered everything. We've done as much as we can. Uh, if there's any other questions, do drop them on, on uh, Englishman SDCC. We'll do our best to answer them or to any of my guests. Uh, thank you very much indeed for watching, and enjoy Comic-Con. Next week is going to be uh, an outside broadcast thing. Uh, Alyssa's going to be hosting. Uh, sh- uh, I'm going to be from Star Wars Celebration, and it is going to be the last of these shows we're going to do for a couple of weeks at least. So it's going to be the last one before Comic-Con. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Alyssa, wants me, Alyssa wants me to start these up shortly after Comic-Con. I want to take a couple of weeks off, but... We'll talk about that next week. It's going we'll to be talk fun. about that next week.
2: But I it's am looking forward to your broadcast from Star Wars Celebration, given that we're, we've only seen the Star Wars um, Celebration on this side of the pond. So yes. thank you for doing next week, Leonard.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, do take care. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And from us to you, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye,
0: everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.